And we are back, Lead Heads, with another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 292. Coming off what was, I don't know, a historic interview, I guess, for Talking Lead. We had uh, one of the legends of the UFC and MMA. We had Hoist Gracie join us, albeit short. Uh, we're looking forward to having him on again. We've been talking with him, and he definitely wants to come back on. And we're going to talk hunting and shooting sports and some other things with Hoist Gracie. So make sure you guys go back to episode 291 if you missed that. Pretty epic. It was our Optics 101 course. We had a good buddy from Ride On Optics, J-Mac, joining us. And a big thanks to J-Mac for setting that up with Hoist. So this week... We're bringing back a long-lost fellow leadhead. He's been he's been lost in a move. So we we finally tracked him down, and I know you guys have been anxious to to hear from him. It's our good buddy from Smith and Bradley Watches. We've got Jeremy Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there, Jeremy. Where you been all my life, man? Oh man, we uh, expanded. We got a repair facility in Illinois. We got our production in Florida. Coming back and forth in between, shuffling new house here, new house there, setting up both places, expanding a little bit. So, good been stuff. a little busy. Good yeah. stuff. Now we did get we get a chance to we did get a chance to see Jeremy at Shot Show. He did come by the Buck Knives booth, and we did a couple of awesome giveaways with Jeremy. Uh, he had his buddy Rock, which Rock was was he the prop master or what did he do on yep. uh, the movie? He was uh, he was the firearms coordinator for that film, and he of course does a lot of films. But yeah, that particular film, he was the uh, firearms coordinator. So I worked with him and the prop coordinator for all this stuff uh, for in the movie. Yeah, for for you uh, new listeners that don't know what we're talking about, you go back several episodes, and uh, Jeremy has his watches featured in an upcoming Bruce Willis movie. It's called uh, was it? 10 minutes gone 10 minutes 10 minutes gone 10 minutes gone and uh it still hasn't got a release date yet i guess they're still working on a few little little things here and there to get it polished up and ready for release but they've been doing a big campaign getting it distributed worldwide yeah yeah this is going to be a worldwide you know they were going to start with us then it got picked up with uk and then some uh even more distribution picked up for uh worldwide so it it kind of keeps growing and growing and growing without it even going anywhere. Yeah, so you got a lot going on, and uh, we really appreciate you taking part in the SHOT Show events there, giving away one of the prop watches from the movie 10 Minutes Gone, uh, one of our lucky lead heads. Um, uh, who won that? I can't remember who that was. It was Marcus. A, yes, Marcus. So, uh, Mar- yeah, then, Go ahead. Yeah, then we put... A little hundred dollar bill out there too. A little hundy, yeah. Threw a little cash money out there, and to reward our men on the street, which you guys are going to hear from in this episode, uh, we hooked them up with that hundred dollar bill, and uh, and through their good graces, they actually took that hundred dollar bills, went down to the crap table, and uh, they were uh, hoping to double up, and they were going to donate all that money to, uh, I think it was either Flea or Sheepdog, I can't remember which one, uh, but unfortunately, they lost. So. <laughs> they they crap out. <laughs> they 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 crap. I think they might have bet on black or red or something like that, and um, they didn't win. So 
Oh man. Well, we'll but it was think the, of some other cool. Man, it was the thought that counts. So we appreciate those guys <laughs> and, and everything that they did. So uh, that kind of leads us into what we're going to uh, get into this episode uh, from Shot Show. We're going to have uh, our good buddies Nick and Jacob, uh, our men on the street at Shot Show, talk about all the cool things that they saw. During the show, we're going to get the um, Chance Paris from CP Tactical on. We're going to have the guys from Century Arms on. All tie boots. And uh, I'll probably work in a couple of other ones. But uh, before we get into that, as always, we want to thank the sponsors of Talking Lead. The official optics of Talking Lead, Right On Optics, R-I-T-O-N. And uh, like I said, you guys go back to last week's episode, uh, 291. And uh, we had J-Mac on. And we talked about proper care and maintenance for your scopes and optics. So some good tips and tricks there from a good buddy, uh, J-Mac, and uh, Hoist as well. Hoist Gracie. Keltec, Keltec Weapons, the uh, KS7 12-gauge shotgun. Have you seen that yet, Jeremy? I have not. So uh, you're familiar with the KSG shotgun, right? Yeah, I am. The bullpup 12-gauge, double barrel, or not double barrel, but two tubes of ammo it'll hold a crap ton of 12 gauge well they've got a single tube version of that out now it's called the ks7 so it's much much lighter much more maneuverable and as if the kg ksg wasn't affordable enough it's even more affordable than the ksg was the ks7 oh wow yeah it's pretty sweet i got to shoot that at shot show also on the range it was it was a very nice shooter they've got a few different features on it than the ksg so you guys go over to Keltec's website, keltecweapons.com, check that out. And then, of course, X-Steel Targets. X-Steel Targets. AR-500 Steel Targets, Jeremy, that's where it's at. If you're not shooting AR-500 Steel Targets, you're missing out. There's nothing more gratifying than that ting when you hit mm-hmm. that AR-500 Steel Target. XSteelTargets.com. And, of course, Modern Spartan Systems, we talked about them on last uh, episode. And uh, they've got a, uh, a lens cleaner for your uh, scopes that, that works really well with those microfiber cloths and keeps your scopes nice and clean. And then, of course, their accuracy oil, carbon destroyers, and, of course, the TVT engine oil additive that they have for your vehicles that I run in the old lead sled and all our vehicles here at the Talking Lead Lead Quarters. ModernSpartanSystems.com. So, Jeremy, we've got some jack wagons to take care of. All right. So let's uh, let's let Gunny bring that train in, and we'll take care of him. Hey, Ralph, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. Okay, so as you guys know, there's been a lot happened since last episode. Not necessarily in this country, but uh, there has been some gun news. And it's, of course, the New Zealand massacre that happened at, in tri- uh, Christchurch at those um, Muslim places of worship. What do they call those? Mosques. Thank you, mosques. I, can't, I had synagogues stuck in my head. <laughs> says, Jewish. No, those are Jewish. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard some variations or some degree of that story. Uh, we're not going to go into great detail on it here, but, I mean, obviously we want to acknowledge that, yes, that did happen. It, it, it's just amazing to me the coverage that it's getting in our country even though it happened in another country. Well, it because it bodes to one side's platform, that's why. And it does. And you would think that it happened just down the road, as, as much attention and coverage as they're giving um, this massacre. And yes, it does 
merit coverage and talking about, but uh, for the past, has it been over a week now? Yeah, it well, the, seems it, it merits dominated. coverage. It merits coverage, but it doesn't merit the same response. Our country shouldn't have the same response there. I mean, it, they're they're trying to say, well, this uh, this is going to happen here, or this is here. You know what happened there, and whatever they adopt there, we need to adopt here. It's like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, we're two different countries. But even if you look at how they're reacting to it, it's just like the the liberal media and liberal politicians react here. It's knee jerk. Let's do well, something, you know, just quick and try to, you know, try to appease everybody by banning all the the semi automatic military yeah. style firearms. Yeah. So they go, we're banning all this. We're banning this. Ban this. Ban this. Ban this. Okay. So you know. One of my best friends is Muslim, mm-hmm. um, just out of the military, and he's from Turkey. Okay. So Turkish and military. Right after, well, no, he's with our military, but he's Turkish okay. and he's Muslim, okay. but he works for our military and he just got out. He's like, you know, he goes, this is the most, he goes, this is going to get crazy stupid. He goes, the left is going to go haywire with this. He goes, it's not about guns. He goes, if he didn't have that, he'd have got something else. If he didn't have that, he'd have got something else. He'd have grabbed. He his intent was to go do something, and he was going to use whatever means was necessary and available to him to go do it. That's true. And so whether it be an AR, a long gun, a, sh- a pistol, shotgun. A shotgun, whether it be a Molotov cocktail or whatever, I mean. So if that country had no firearms whatsoever, you couldn't get it to do anything, and that guy's intention was to go do harm there, he was going to figure out how to do it. If you've seen the videos, what I was going to say is if you've seen the video, and I know it's been banned and it's probably nearly impossible to see now, but I had the opportunity to see it before I got pulled off everywhere. And in the back of his vehicle, he had gas cans, gas can bombs. I don't know how many four or five. See, I didn't even I didn't even see any of that. I, yeah, I've I've refrained from watching it because I knew the direction it's going to go, and it's all speculation and everyone's opinion. Yeah, just state the facts and leave it there. Yeah, and and that's what it boils down to. But I think the video is is crucial. I don't think they should. Be, I don't think they should ban the video. Uh, I think it's crucial in seeing you know because people do, do form these opinions and they. You know, they just get one side from the media. They don't actually know. Uh, but if they go and read the manifesto, they watch the video, they see the video, then they're they're better to form an opinion, you know, as far as how it goes. I mean, yes, it's tragic and it should have never happened. And this guy definitely deserved And I can't believe he didn't kill himself either. I mean, they, they caught him alive. He's, he's uh, going well, on his, trial. His intent was not to kill himself. His intent was to do all as much harm as he could. So if you take that theology that he had of what he was going to do he was already prepared it didn't matter if the firearms malfunction they quit working he had already backup he was going to do something apparently to yeah. do his job i mean the mind was sick the mind has a problem in this guy just the mode of which he got it done so okay you ban firearms okay then he goes to the next one you ban that okay he's going to the next one you ban that it's not going to stop he's going to find out just different ways to do it you can take everything away and he's still going to find a way to do it. Yeah. And I don't know that this is, uh, you know, I don't think we attributed this one to mental illness, not yet anyway. I mean, we need to, to, to hear what they say about it. But he, uh, he apparently is a part of a group, some sort of uh, extremist group. And the fact that he didn't kill himself and that he did surrender to the police just tells me that 
you know, as far as his mind goes, it's working fine other than, I mean, he's got some jacked up views on the world, obviously. Uh, but that, that doesn't yeah, necessarily association. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean he's crazy or wacko. Um, I mean, obviously he's, he doesn't think normal and that's, <laughs> yeah. and what's normal, you know? That, well, and that's, you know, that's just it. What is the definition of that? But, you know, clearly Obviously, ca- not killing right. people is not, you know, that's not nor in the mindset yeah. of, of doing it just for the pure, you know, to make a statement kind of thing. But but the point is, you know, that's their knee-jerk reaction, the, the prime minister there. And you haven't heard from the majority of the firearms owners over there. I'm sure they're up in arms over them, up in arms, uh, pun intended, I guess. Uh, over this, I'm sure they don't want their firearms rights taken away from them, just like here in America when they try to do that to us. But you don't hear that side of it. I would love to hear some stories on the actual the civilian population on what their opinions are on this. For the prime minister, and it's not the same kind of government that we have here in America. It's it's more of a monarchy over there. Well, you're not going to hear it because it doesn't fit the narrative. No, it doesn't fit the narrative for over here at all. No, for America. So you won't see that unless you're watching some foreign newscast. You're not going to see it aired here. And they may very well have the ability that the prime minister can make the decision and go uncontested. You know, and that's what it is. I mean, I don't know exactly how their government works over there, but I know it's not like America. So yeah, but then they're going to take that, and if that goes through, translate it. Yes, to here. Exactly. They're going to say, well, they got and, it done over in uh, in this country. Why can't we do it here? Well, that's it's not the it, same kind of government, you know. <laughs> and there's a reason why it's not the way, same kind of government. It's so that the government can't the, do that to us. They're going to scream loud enough. They're going to yell. They're going to stomp. They're going to just completely keep talking till everyone becomes numb to the point that okay, this is now the narrative of here. And this is where I think people have to completely wake up and fully understand the totality of this situation if they even remotely adopt anything like what new zealand has done here you know everyone says you know i got my guns i'm going to resist i'm going to (sighs) fight be prepared because that they may come but at the same time they have you know demasculinized a certain group of population they've done so many things to go and attack strategically to reduce the number of people that would be willing to stand up and fight you got to st- you could really got to step back and go okay and this is where kind of the conspiracy mind has to start connecting a few things and going wow they've really done a few things here and we really will have to it, it, you really got to step back and take a big look at everything yeah but what they're doing there is not going to happen here you know especially no, but- if if people like us people that listen to this show stand staunch on our second amendment rights and don't budge don't give an inch and you have to you have to make your opinions known and heard, and you do that by contacting your representative, state, local, and federal. You know, actions speak very loud, and when they say, "Well, yeah, I'm fighting for the rights," if you're not making those calls, that you're just talking, just like they are. They're talking and talking and talking. Make the calls. Make that one step further to have some form of action. Make that plan an actual action. So, I tell everybody. Call your reps. Call everybody that's in your district. You know, they the more that they hear, the more they they have to represent. You know, you got to put it out there in front of their face. And people say, "Well, I can't go to Washington." No, you don't go to Washington. Go in your backyard. Start stomping right there. 
Yeah. And you know, it's important that you understand that this is in another country also. This is not yeah. this is not happening in the United States. This was in New Zealand. Uh so I mean I I think that's another thing that the left media tries to pull over, you know, they make it so as a matter of fact like it happened here, but I think that's enough about Christchurch and the shootings and, and this dickweed um that that pulled <laughs> it off. It'll go off to a yeah, it'll go off to a political thing that just it just keeps going. Yeah. And I think they'll probably find that there's that he had some help in doing this as well, planning and, and executing it and it'll lead to some other things. So Oh I'm we sure. haven't heard, we haven't heard the last of this, so I'm sure we'll talk about it more in, in the future. But there's uh before we get into the one that, that intrigued me that you brought up <laughs> uh, let's let's take a couple of our talking lead leadhead jack wagons and this one is from giddy up haven't heard from giddy up in a minute says got another one for you and he's got a link here lindsey graham of all people is allowing debate on strict red flag laws let's hope this hearing is just to not allow it to continue but if graham is signing up with the Gun grabbers, it will be a sad day. <clears throat> and then, of course, the red flag laws, if you guys aren't familiar with that, kind of in a nutshell, uh, it, it basically, if you suspect someone maybe of that owns firearms that doesn't seem to be stable, then you can contact your local authorities, and they will go, and supposedly they'll go and confiscate the guns for a sh- certain period of time. And then they're supposed to be able to get those guns back. But we all know once your guns get confiscated, you're not ever going to get them back. <laughs> it's just, you know, I've, I've been that guy that's taken them from, you know, domestic situations, you know, things that occur that, okay, we got to take the firearms out of the house. That's right. For you guys who don't uh, know, Jeremy is a former uh, law enforcement SWAT guy uh, in the Illinois area, area, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, it, Many years. Those courts, those courts uh, don't really tend to give them back. Yeah. Until you, I mean, it, I mean you're going to have to do everything that you would have never dreamt of doing. The cards are stacked against back. you if if someone turns you in under the red flag law and your guns get confiscated. Uh, now, Colorado just went through this. Uh, they've got that enacted, and one of the sheriffs out there said, "I'm not, I'm not going to uh, participate in this. He's going to not do it." Yeah. Well, I I don't I mean I I don't think it's a good thing. Um and there are there are organizations that are coming up with programs for voluntary, I guess, um gun what is it if you voluntarily give up your guns? Um with with what now? So that with local ranges. So local ranges are setting up these these vaults and these safes okay. to where uh let's say you're you're a veteran and you've got PTS and you're like, I'm having a bad day today. Probably not a good thing to have these in the, the house. Or a loved one does it for you. Take them to the range. The range will hold them for you, you know, until that loved one or someone comes to get them. And, you know, you're in a you're in a better place. Self, yeah. Self-policing, I mean, you know, kind of thing. Well, the sheriff that's out in Colorado that says he's not participating in this kind of thing, he says, you know, the problem isn't the gun. He goes, the problem is the person. He goes, we should be focusing more on getting that person out of the home. If we keep them there and the gun's gone. He's just going to find something else to do. So we're back in the same narr- we're the same conversation. Right. That the the sheriff was like, hey, if he's got a mentally ill issue or something's going on, let's get him or she or he yeah. help. 
or not even um, we're let's, not gonna... let's not even go with the mental health uh, aspect of this. Let's go um, a domestic way. Let's say somebody's going through a divorce. Sure, I've been through a divorce. I know how stressful and how uh, you know how much anger that can can build up into people. And you know you do things that you you don't normally or would never do. You know because emotions are are at play here and situations and like that. You know if you're going through one of those, I've had jeez, I can't tell you how many thousands I've been on of that. Yeah. And I had a very strong rule of thumb and I would be there until I blew in the face getting it accomplished, but I always got it accomplished. They never really agreed a lot, but I got it accomplished was I would actually mandate one of the parties leave the home. Mm-hmm. No matter now, if we always the best situation. Jail, yeah. now, and you know, cooler heads will prevail and you know, it can't, if it had to get to an ultimatum thing, like, okay, we had a domestic if I can articulate that something or a crime had occurred, you know, we can really start really reading between the lines and then paint the picture for him. Say, look, you can either go away for the night or you can go with me for the night. And when we got to that last conversation, I'd be like, okay, fine. So then I would arrange right. for a family member or a friend, one with a calmer head to come and pick that person up because I wouldn't let him drive and then let that rational person take the irrational person away. And we never had a relapse where people come back. Because we had a cooler person with him say, look, man, that you need to stop, you know, and, and get an intervention basically mm-hmm. right there on the spot. Uh, but, but what you're saying is right. You're right. That isn't going to cure the problem. The problem is the person yeah. and in whatever capacity and form that it's in. Right. But it can, especially like the, these ranges that have this program set up, you know. It, oh, absolutely. It is a good um, additional step to take. But I don't, I, don't, I don't like the red flag law. Don't like that at all. No. No, I, I'm I'm not with it. So apparently this uh, Lindsey Graham guy is, is doing something. You guys can go read up on him. I don't know exactly what it was, but uh, uh, I think we've talked enough about the red flag. So let's do this other one. Uh, next Jack Wagon, this comes to us from Jason Farmer, and uh, he's throwing, what is this, uh, Philo Beto O'Rourke on the, on the Jack Wagon train? <laughs> Beto O'Rourke, is that his name? Is this all this is all politics, man? I know, man. We don't talk politics a lot, but a lot of times the jack wagons are politicians, and well, you know, they're the ones that make our lives miserable. Government and politicians. So uh, apparently, he has come out and stated that uh, he, you know he wants to take our guns away. He wants to uh, ban military style. I mean, just like they're doing in in New Zealand. There, he wants to ban the high capacity magazines, all the military style. Type weapons. Let's see. I've got a link here. It says Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke. Did you ever watch uh, that movie with um, what's his name, Clint Eastwood, where he was the he was a fighter? Every which way but loose. Oh gosh, yeah. Wasn't his name Beto? Yep. <laughs> Philo Beto. Philo Beto. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Right turn, Clyde. Uh, says, Philo. Presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke wants to ban AR-15 sales in America. Continuing his anti-gun rhetoric from his failed 2018 Senate campaign, O'Rourke recently said in an interview published by The Hill, if you own an AR-15, keep it. Continue to use it responsibly and safely. I just don't think that we need to sell any more weapons of war into the public. O'Rourke asserted that the AR-15 is built for the express purpose of killing people as effectively as possible, in as great a number as possible, which that is false. The AR-15 was designed more as a suppressive firearm 
to get uh, troops and units into place uh, to be able to uh, overrun a, a strategic placement. But anyway, um, O'Rourke is one of the many Democrats elected officials who have been inf- uh, infected by the anti-gun mind virus sweeping the nation since the 2018 Parkland massacre. It's been around way longer than that. In February 2018, during an interview with CBS News O'Rourke, I think banning bump stocks makes a lot of sense. I don't know that we should raise the age for buying an AR-15. I just don't think we should be selling AR-15s in this country. So there you go. Uh, Huge reason to make sure that this guy doesn't become our next president. Right turn, Clyde. Onward. From a guy who is just totally... Well, he was born to do this, from what he says. He was born uh-huh. to do this. You know, a guy that comes from a family of corruption from the biggest degree, from a guy that's a burglar to a DUI guy to a guy that has totally mismanaged everything he's ever done, but he's the one who can actually rule. He can't even take care of his own self. Yeah, he's got no business. Well, I always say, you know, Troubled politicians use. are people that can bullshit people but they could never hold a job in the private sector because their ass would be fired in the first day of being there could you imagine going to your boss and bullshitting them with all that stuff they say (laughs) (laughs) they'd be like dude get out you're fired i mean let i mean sit there and could you imagine sitting in your office and you have this beto guy coming in there and he's like why did you get this done and give you this bullshit excuse yeah like (laughs) get out of here you dickweed which I'm yeah. sure he probably but, got that a lot. So, I'm sure. mommy, <laughs> mommy, and daddy have put him up where he's at. Yeah, that's where he. I see. And he married some sort of millionaire or something like that. Some some chick that inherited millions, and millions of dollars. So, surprise. Anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, who sent this in? Jason Farmer. Thanks for sending that in. Uh, I think we all kind of knew. Pretty much anybody on that side. This is going to be their goal. This is going to be their big crowning achievement. If they can get any sort of gun laws or gun reform passed, then uh, you know they're they're going to be heroes. So let's talk about let's talk about conspiracies. <laughs> Ooh man, I tell you what, you, I'll go down that rabbit hole so far. Woo! Let's let's talk about some conspiracies. Let's go back to uh, how long ago was that? Ferguson. Oh my. Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, six. Was that 06? Has that, been, has that been that long? Or has it been longer than that? Well, no. Maybe it's 12. Oh, I don't wow. know. I had to look it up. I don't know. It's been a little bit, though. It's been a while. So you ran across a story that, uh, and you were telling me about it, and it kind of made me go, huh. It, it intrigued me and I'm very intrigued. much. I'm intrigued with conspiracy theories, although I'm not a conspiracy theorist, uh, although I do believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a conspiracy? <laughs> um so here's a headline. It's from the AP News. It says, A puzzling number of men tied to Ferguson protest have died. And you want to go into a little more detail on this? Now, Hillary's got to be involved somewhere, right? Yeah, the, the Clintons <laughs> are definitely involved somewhere here. It's, uh, it's mind-numbing to think all of these leaders of this protest, and these are all head... These are attributable heads of certain degrees of people that were part of this protest. These aren't just like crowd people. Mm-hmm. These are people that were directly involved in heading up certain degrees of the protest. And large numbers of these people are now dead. So do the 
the percentage equation on this and you go okay there's this many people that were involved in this this and this but only the heads of these groups are the ones being i shouldn't say being speculative that seem to be targeted but, but yeah they're gone they, they've died they've committed suicide been in wrecks explosions you know mysterious you know broken neck incidents and heart attacks overdoses how in the world do you take whatever 20 people that were in charge of this whole thing and you got like half of them dead so six deaths all involving men with connections to protests in ferguson missouri drew attention on social media and speculation in the activist community that uh that something sinister was at play dun, dun, dun. is jack reacher somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i just, i don't it's it's very bizarre and you know as that is a good conspiracy theorist uh, dig into and see what more is going on. Yeah, but like you said, two of them were shot and their cars were firebombed. Um, <laughs> one of them actually that all the time. One of them actually during and this wasn't these six. This was somebody else was at during the riots. There was somebody who was shot and car bombed during the riots. He got taken out while they were doing the riots. And then there had been I think two more similar homicides since then of this group. And like you said, there's been uh, shootings, uh, bullet-riddled bodies, uh, overdoses, suicides, quote, suicides. Uh, three of them were yeah. riddled suicides. So, yep. yeah, something pretty pretty fishy going on here. I don't know. It, You know what? If someone wants to do some digging and looking at that, I'm sure there's more when you start peeling back that onion. Yeah, and, and maybe, uh, what's his name, Alex Jones has something on this? Isn't he a big conspiracy theorist? I man, I bet he'd be all over that one. You ought to, you ought to turn that one over to him and let him run with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex, what do you think about this one? Oh, well, I know about that. <laughs> yeah, we was, reported on that two years ago. Very good. So you guys, you know, you can dig into that as, as much or as little as you want to. We just kind of thought it was uh, interesting. So if anybody's got any any additional information to add to those, talkingleadgmail.com. If you've got additional jack wagons for an upcoming episode, talkingleadgmail.com, put in the subject jack wagon train or something along those lines so I'll know what the, the subject is. But that's going to do it for our jack wagons this week. I think that's to enough for our lead heads to, to mull that's over. That's a pretty good jack wagon, man. Yeah, Gunny's got a load. So haul that train out of here, Gunny. We're going to get into some of our SHOT Show interviews now, Jeremy. Whoa, hit it. From the 2019 Buck Knives booth, the official lead quarters of Talking Lead, roll that beautiful bean footage. And now it's time for the Talking Lead Man on the Street 2019 SHOT Show update day one from... Nick the Dooley. official lead quarters, no, yeah. the official oh. lead quarters, which is? The official lead quarters, which is Buck Knives Booth. Boom. Here at the 2019 SHOT Show. There you go. And somebody who has a far better radio voice than I do, ladies and gentlemen, none other than Leadhead Nick. How are we doing today? <laughs> cue humongous applause of the three people who know people me. People are going wild. <laughs> oh, the Leadhead knows you. Leadheads know you. Yeah. And then uh, we also have another huge Leadhead fan. Yep. Follower, a contributor, um, what, what's the word I would say? Engage, engager. Absolutely. Jacob, Jacob. Rosecki. Did I say that right? Absolutely, Rosecki. Rosecki. Not Rosecki, it's Rosecki. 
Hey, I give you props for being pretty darn close the okay. first time you said it. You know who I'm talking about when I say your name, though, don't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and you brought along a sibling. I did. My brother, our RT guy for Dually Defense. <laughs> Hello. I'm Mike. So you just make sure the Internet's running? Uh, yeah. Normally it's up and good. It's the face of the company now. Yeah. <laughs> he provides support to us while we do his duties. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> pretty much. So uh, this gang of leadheads has agreed to be my men on the street. So going out, walking around the SHOT Show, telling me all about the new cool things, bringing it to you leadheads, the listeners that can't be here. A little envious, I'm sure, of these, these three guys. You know, when those things happen, and, and part of it is it's so hard for one person to get around and see everything here because there's something like 26 miles of aisles of vendors to look at and all sorts of new stuff. And, well, some of it might be the latest soft gun case from 1978. Some of it's actually pretty new and innovative. So, Yeah, and that's usually stuff down in the basement. So have you guys made it to the basement yet? We have. We went through the, the basement. We went through there. We uh, haven't gone through all of the new uh, Next Exhibitors yet because I know that on the third floor balcony they have the Next Exhibitors of the people coming through. Right. And uh, a lot of that stuff's really new and unique. And that's kind of what I'm here looking at for is what's the next big thing. There you go. And have you seen that yet? Well, we've seen it. Just day one. I know you guys haven't, you know, got maybe a quarter of the way through. Yep, it's it's day one, so we're just starting. We haven't even made it through the Glock booth yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we kind of know what Glock's got going on. They don't really have anything new, so. Yep, strangely enough, it's another black gun. And yeah, right, right. <laughs> maybe but, a little silver to it. So talk about what you have seen where you have been today. So uh, one of the coolest things we've seen today, at least I have, is Fax and Firearms introduced their own pistol. It's now called the FX-19. So it's a uh, Glock 19 pattern style firearm. It takes Glock accessories and all of that. They also made their own uh, slides much like they did for the M&Ps, right. which they have two different variants. I believe they're called the, the Hellfire and the Patriot. One has all the window serrations because since they make those pretty rainbow barrels, you want to show that off. Right, yeah. And, uh, but that was a really neat firearm, handled really well. They have a, a, a serialized frame, so it ships out as a complete firearm straight from them. You don't have to do your own build kit at home. And they said they ship with Overwatch Precision Glock triggers. Okay. So it's... Uh, did you get a MSRP on those things? I, I didn't get the MSRP on it. We went through and we are talking about that because when they go through the different varieties of it, it's kind of like the normal packages. But yeah. if you've always wanted that Gucci Glock... Gucci Glock, I like it. ...didn't have the time or uh, patience to go through and get all the parts modded out yourself, yeah. they're selling one straight from their factory. So okay. that was pretty neat. Uh, the other thing that, uh, as anybody who works on guns knows, all of the tools that you need to do that. And uh, Real Avid did their whole armor in a box kit. Who is it? Real Avid. Yep. Real I, Avid. Have you got it here? Yeah, I got a new product that they're coming out with this year. It's uh, their cleaning tool kits. Okay. Um, for you listeners, you aren't able to see it, but basically uh, when you use... Yeah, when you... Uh, basically using a toothbrush but these tools are a little bit smaller and we'll get into some more of those nooks and crannies for you yeah there are all kinds of you got like a rectangular shape you got a long skinny rectangular shape you got diamond shapes you got vertical horizontal um, all kinds of little scrub brushes to get in those areas on your firearms that you yeah. can't normally reach yeah and this is a new product that they're dropping this year uh, a couple other products that we had was a takedown pin um, yeah, the, the, the front detent pin, as anybody who's ever built a uh, AR-15 knows, 
that front pivot pin with the detent that goes into it, yeah. they have a tool now for that. And it's not just like the normal Mickey Mouse one that you rotate around. This is actually a tool and you plug things in and flip it all around. And I saw it first and went, oh, I don't, I don't know what this is going to be like. And now I don't know how I ever got along without one. I hear you, man. Yeah, no you. more using razor blades to hold it down and try and slide your pin in there. And yeah, works and really well. And what's the name of that company? Real Avid. Real Avid. R-E-A-L-A-V-I-D? Correct. Yep. That's it? Okay. So you guys go check them out. I'm sure they got a website or something. Oh, yep. absolutely. We uh, I know they sell some of their supplies at Shields. And, uh, yeah, I've, I bought the, some of their punches that they have. Cool. Um, a lot of their cl- AR cleaning tools. Um, they just came out with a new um, a screwdriver kit, too. And on, uh, on their screwdriver and on their cleaning kit, they'll use LED lights. And this one that they had on their screwdriver kit was not an LED light, but it was something very similar and even brighter yet. Cool. So, yeah, we've, we've, we found them last year, and we've been really happy about it. So, Chatty it. Kathy? <laughs> Have you not been impressed with anything yet? No, I just normally follow them around. I mean, I go to I, I like Vortex, so I went into Vortex, uh, check some of the new stuff out the the, the razor. Eh, wrong answer. <laughs> you need to be going to ride on. Of course, we, that was the first boat we went to today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. What did you see cool? What did you see cool at Vortex? Uh, like I said, I'm from Wisconsin, so I got to back them. Um, you don't have to, but go ahead. <laughs> anyways, continue. The, the, the razor holographic red dot uh, that been out for a little bit so yeah. i just went and messed around with that Pretty digging cool. that yeah cool so yeah they're they're fury range finding binoculars they said they were ranging tar- or ranging steel targets up to 3400 meters that's like well that's handy that can be handy yeah. yeah yeah there's been a lot of nice products dropped this year so far and okay and more to come because you guys haven't even made a yep. quarter of the way like we said oh, yeah. yep. there's going to be a lot more to come we'll be giving you guys updates as we go through to keep everybody very nice and if we can get a internet signal here get my instagram live we'll be posting on there too but by the time you hear this you've already seen it so exactly but yeah we've we've uh sent a couple of these suppliers up to you and hopefully they'll stop by the booth and set up uh some interviews down the road. Yeah, for very the rest cool. Of the love, yep. love to get some of these guys on. So. We've been trying to send them up, and apparently this year is the year of the thermal optics. I think I've seen 15 yes. new thermal optics companies. You know, that's a good thing because that's going to drive the price down yep. and make it affordable for guys like us. You know? Yes, it'll make it affordable for I mean, guys. I know you can afford it anyway. I mean, you know, <laughs> rolling in the dough over there, Dooley. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But for, you know, guys like me and Jacob and Mike, you know. <laughs> yeah. Throw us a bone. Come on. <laughs> but have you seen some good stuff? I, I have been seeing a lot of stuff, and I actually had someone sit down and explain it to a knuckle dragger like me so I could understand how that thermal optic works, specifically with you know getting into it, which I'm sure somebody's going to explain it better than I do, is when you think about one of those optics, you always we all think of it as traditionally looking through a screen, or, you know, like a normal lens like you would any other you know, right. rifle scope, but they actually are set up more like a digital camera where they're putting it on a screen just like you would have in that camera so they have to they worry about how many pixels they're shooting it in and right i was like oh okay well this actually kind of starts to make sense now yeah it's a complete different technology but that's cool so yeah if you can get some of those guys up let's talk to them about that we swung over and took a look at the new mossberg pistol that they dropped and it's actually decently nice to hold okay uh got a nice trigger pull on it uh, price point I think was right around 450. 
Somewhere, I think it was their a MSRP. Bit, yeah, yeah. probably come in like around four or something. Yep, yeah, that's the, the MSRP was a little very old. MSRP or street price will probably be in that three seventy-five to four hundred dollar range. Yep. So no, and mag, mags for it'll be easy because they're forty-three mags, so they use the Glock mags and compatible with the Glock forty-three. Yeah. G43. Yep. Oh, we also just uh, put hands on the the new this year the the Franklin Arsenal not semi-automatic nine millimeter carbine. Not semi-automatic. Oh, yep. Okay, what what are they doing this year now? You know, yep. the, they this, did the the barrel thing last year. The the, 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 the aptly uh, named churro gun. SBR. That's not SBR. Yep. No, uh, this year they, they have a new one, and and this if it pans out might not be a bad idea, but they have a double action every time you pull the trigger. When you pull the trigger, it cocks the it's bolt got, back. It's got two brakes. No, you pull the trigger back and it pulls the bolt to the rear uh-huh. and then releases it forward and, and you pull the firing pin. So you cock it every time you pull the trigger. It doesn't have a gas system on it. It's entirely, think of it like a double action revolver, but just magazine fed. Okay. Huh. That's all I can say. Yeah, huh. it's, it's, it's about a 43 pound trigger pull. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's Franklin. They had it out at the range. I didn't have an opportunity to shoot it. Yep. There was a lot of people there that were that were lined up to shoot it. So I didn't get an opportunity. But uh, it's one of those things that I've got to actually see to uh, understand what the hell you're just talking about. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why I had to go look at it. It too, sounds like to me like why? Uh, okay, but yeah, I, they're like, well, no, it's it's not just for compliance or states that have compliance issues because it's not a semi-automatic so anybody could run it right but it actually unless might. they reclassify it as a machine gun yeah exactly <laughs> like they did a, so there we go it, unless they rule by fiat <laughs> and the king declares <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, no it's it's an interesting concept and it's one of those things where we make a lot of jokes with them about churro guns and things like that but sometimes that's what has to happen to innovate and yeah you, know, you can have seven really bad ideas. Well, we're all about innovation, and I like the fact that these guys are out there trying and pushing it to the limits. And yep, it, you know, you know, some engineer is sitting around in AutoCAD drawing up an idea, and he's like, "Hey guys, I got an idea." Right. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but well, very uh, no, cool. Anything else? Uh, I I may have broke the new Zev pistol. May have broke. Well, it, it that's my did come that's apart. my stick, man. I break stuff. It, it fell apart in my hand. I must be I must be rubbing off on you, dude. Well, I I can break anything, so yeah. But I no, feel you. No, that, and that again is a, a Glock platform, and then it, it's modular, so the the trigger comes out of the grip, and the frame is not serialized. Right. So they kind of. The, the Sig 320 and the Glock 19 had a baby, and this is what this happened. This is what came out? Yep. Okay. I'll tell you what, you guys need to go uh, check out uh, Chance Paris. I think it's CP Tactical. It's, yep. I've had him on the show before. Yes. Uh, and I got to shoot this out at Range Day at the Antiris Alliance, and he's doing his own cuts now. So he's got his own patented little slide cut that he's doing, yep. uh, I think, on the 19s and the 17s. Uh, but it was, it was really shocking how smooth and level that that he's got those things he's doing barrel cuts and all kinds yep. of things with this uh, but if you get an opportunity I think he might be in the ride-on booth 
But anyway, if you go down there, just ask those guys, and they'll tell you where he where he is. I don't know which booth he's in, but right you'll on. really di- you'll really dig it. And I, I posted some stuff on Instagram. Yeah, uh, I was shooting it. Yeah, we went down and checked out all the Caltech stuff that. Yeah, you go see Chad in the, well, in the game. We, we went did. over and talked to Chad, and that's one of those where when I put hands on that new CP33, that is a really kind of an amazing little pistol. The trigger is great. It shoots great. Yeah, and, I, uh, I did shoot that. Yeah, and that. Uh, KS7 for that KS7. Case. That that might be where it's at. That it was I'm really very that. it was very easy to handle. Uh, I got to shoot it, put several rounds through it. Um, very controllable, lightweight. You know, bullpup, 12 yep. gauge shotgun. Very it's, nice. It's very, nice. very handy. Little and they're talking about even they've got more versions. They're talking about coming out of you know with that one too. So. <laughs> yep. They've got they got lots of stuff coming from Kelton. Yeah, well, and they are a very innovative company as well. One, one of the most innovative in our industry. Yeah. Yep. But I know you guys want to go wet your whistle. The beer line has started. Yep, I was going to say. Here uh, at Bug Knives. I, I hear the music kicking off, and it sounds like uh, they're they're opening up the beer garden. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's a big party. So, guys, again, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time and, and being our man on the street, the leadheads on the street. And we're looking forward to day two report from you guys. Sounds good. We'll go out and pound some more ground, get you back all the new stuff. All right, guys. So we're going to go take a beer break. We'll be back later. Let's do one more. Check, check. Check, check. One, two. <laughs> now, give me, now give me some words. A wicka wicka. A wicka wicka. Check, check. Mike, check. A wicked wicked. <laughs> the human beatbox. All right, guys, we are back at the 2019 SHOT Show, and we are recording from the official headquarters here at the Buck Knives booth. And this is day one still. And we've got lots and lots and lots of people streaming in, streaming out. Just happened to catch these guys as they were walking by. Noticed the boots. And I was like, hey, I got a pair just like that. Those are all tie boots. And, I mean, look who it happened to be, but... None other than Ryan Bajan. I got it right, didn't I? Yes, sir. You thought perfect. I was going to say Bajan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys may remember Ryan from our uh, super special Black Friday show where uh, he hit you guys with some awesome deals from from Altai Boots. And what the Uber socks, what was it? Uh, Ullerwear. 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 Now, were you the one that makes the casseroles? They're not called casseroles, but they're called... Hot dish. Hot yes, dish. Sir. And that's what I named the show after, if you noticed. Yes, sir, I It did. was the the Talking Lead Black Friday Hot Dish of Deals. Love it. <laughs> and that was all due to you. Well, I really appreciate that. I'm actually honored. Yeah, you and your hot dishes. So, you brought a buddy with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Introduce introduce your friend here. So this is Sean Thompson. He is uh, my counterpart on the material side of the company, uh, Super Fabric, which Altai boots are made of. The Super Fabric. And you guys have that, like, trademarked and all that, yes, sir. right? Yes, it is sir. the Super Fabric. So uh, we were talking, you know, you guys, you were at Range Day, both Range Days, right? Or just uh, the, uh, the interiors? Uh, just the Interis. Okay, I thought I saw you yesterday. I saw you. No, that was a casino. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything's running together when you're at Shot Show. But we were at the Antares Alliance um, try and buy, and you were telling me that you guys are getting to, into all kinds of other aspects other than just footwear with this material. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, we wanted to get Sean on 
And you guys have heard us talk about all-tie boots before. I've been wearing them now for, what, a year? Has it been well, almost a year now? Yeah, at least, at least. Yeah, so I, I got the 8-inch uh, pair, and then you just sent me a 6-inch pair that I just started wearing here at SHOT Show. Uh, wore them a couple times before that, but I've worn them to both range days, and I wore them out at night walking around, and they are super comfortable. My feet feel great. I'm wearing just cowboy boots today, which don't feel as good. You know, I'm a little spoiled after those all-tie all boots. But talk about this super, this super fabric, super material. Yeah, yeah. So super fabric. Um, because all we've heard is, just, you know, it's super and it does all these cool things. So <laughs> you're gonna break it down, you know, to its elements for us, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll do as much as I'm do allowed you? to under under uh, proprietary nature. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, so Superfabric is a proprietary resin technology uh, that was created um, in the early 2000s, um, designed to add uh, durability to products, uh, whether that uh, is abrasion resistance, cut resistance, um, flame resistance, which we see a lot of here at SHOT Show, uh, a lot of requirements for, for the military there. Right. Um, it's, it's extremely unique in the sense of um, we're able to configure these guard plates, is what I'll call them, uh, the little dots um, on top of the fabric uh, that you see on those Altai boots. I call them stipplings. Stipplings, yes. Yeah. yes. So those those little stipplings or guard plates can be configured into a lot of unique designs. Uh, the Altai boot uses a pattern that allows for extreme breathability, um, extreme durability as well in the upper of the Altai boot. And you'd see it here at SHOT Show a lot in uh, reinforcement for elbows and knees uh -huh. on a lot of tactical wear. Um, so pads and elbow pads. Pads, elbow pads. So anywhere where you might need um, heavy reinforcement for high wear areas, you'll see that. And Altai uh, footwear is unique because a lot of the other footwear clients are only using super fabric in a small area for reinforcement. Mm -hmm. And Altai um, really is taking advantage of those benefits that super fabric has to offer and put it in the, the toe caps of some models um, and also the uppers. And, yeah. and I know that you've seen it uh, firsthand as well. It, um, extremely oh, yeah. breathable and uh, light. Um, and that's another feature that the Superfabric has in a lot of different products is we can eliminate the extra weight that some of those other um, fabrics uh, right. add on to those products. Like leather. Superfabric. Yeah, leather. Yeah. Uh, some of the heavier Leather's nylons. Really yeah. 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 I like to call it a walking contradiction. Lightweight <laughs> and durable, waterproof and breathable. And breathable. Yeah, yes. it is. It is. And a very abrasive resistance oh, yeah. uh, as well. Easy to clean. Uh, you guys saw me do a video uh, I posted on Instagram when I was over in Poland. I'd spent the day driving tanks. You know, we were out in some dirty, you know, nasty terrain all day. And uh, they had this, uh, this boot washer in the bathroom in Poland. Apparently, you know, they take pride in keeping their, their boots clean, their shoes clean. And I thought that was really handy. So I did a video of it, you know, showing it. But some of you people said I was using that wrong. And that it was a, it's called a... A boudet, or is that <laughs> is that what it's called? It's, it's supposed to be to clean your, you know, your underside, your undercarriage. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I, you know, leave it to me to find multiple uses for something. So, yeah, oh, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> but speaking of multiple uses, you know, with this fabric, you know, you guys are, are really expanding out into, into other. You're talking about knee pads, elbow pads, you know, not just the boots. You know, we're talking about automotive industry as well. I mean, is there some stuff that we can talk about? Is this a secret? Yeah, no, no. We, we are able to say some things. Um, so, okay. uh, Ferrari, let me know if I get into uncharted territory. Yeah, yeah, I'll certainly let you know. Um, Ferrari is, is an automotive company that has been purchasing Superfabric for the last eight Ferrari. years. Ferrari. 
Yeah, I think you've heard of them. Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the car Magnum drives. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so Superfabric has been uh, been very versatile in the Ferrari vehicles. Uh, started out in the seating. Um, as for high high wear areas in the bolsters, mm-hmm. um, and Ferrari has actually found that the superfabric pattern that they use, which is a custom one um, that they have, is has actually been very good for carpeting and the floorboards. Yeah, um, and that truly has expanded uh, the superfabric reach in that world. Where we've got a lot of companies over in Europe, we're hopefully be coming out with some more um, automotive companies using that. They're using it in uh, floor mats uh-huh. and other um, carpeting in the trunk of the vehicles, or in right. Europe they call it the boot. The boot, uh, which yeah. is very Stick ironic. Stick it for, in the boot. Yes. <laughs> Outside of those automotive, um, it's it's been used in other uh, military applications for seating as well. We've um, utilized in some helicopter seating uh, for ejection seats. I was going to say it makes real this material. It, it makes a lot of sense for you know like military vehicles or you know your good old boy pickup truck. You yes. know farm farm equipment and you know tractors and. You know your big trucks like that. Yeah, people we, are getting dirty. This stuff's so easy to clean. It's very, they said, uh, abrasive resistant, uh, fire resistant. Yes. You know, so uh, and it's comfortable. You know, it's soft. It's lightweight, so it's not going to add a lot of, you know, a lot of weight to your your vehicle or whatever your, your clothing that you guys are going to implemented into as well so yeah yeah we've seen a lot of aftermarket in the automotive where they're where they're upholstering those seats um we've had actually a couple of my my managers previously used it in their personal trucks because they would always take their dogs out hunting yeah and those dogs tear up the back of their car or the back of their truck and and, you know those trucks are expensive so uh, they're using super fabric as a way to uh, prevent some of those claws as well from digging in and ripping that very nice yeah Yeah. so uh what else is it being used or going to be used as that we can talk about, you know, that we haven't really mentioned there. Yeah, so so the latest innovation for Superfabric in general, um, it, it kind of covers a lot of different industries with its use, but it's antimicrobial um, is a feature that we had been thoroughly testing in Europe. Which, which for our people who don't want to Google man, antimicrobial, <laughs> tell them what that means. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's essentially um, designed not to uh, spread any uh, diseases. So in that, in the case of like in hospital seating. Um, it's not going to allow uh, any bacteria or, or, or microbes to, to build. It's going to actually uh, deter that. So um, these germs and germs, bacteria are going to stick to this material. They're just going to fall off. Yeah, a lot of the hospitals that, that we've been testing this at um, over in uh, or internationally have been um, replacing that for that and trying to try to li- eliminate that superbug um, from, from generating within right. a hospital and, and all the, the bodies. And, and we've seen a lot of interest in, in hospitals, but also seating as well. Yeah, and you know another great thing about the antimicrobial, um, you know, talking specifically like with footwear, um, it's uh, odor protected, and so you know for a lot of us guys, I mean, let's be honest, you know, <laughs> stanky feet, man. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know what it is, and uh, yeah, the antimicrobial. I mean, whether we should uh, make socks out of this. You know, I had that thought the other day, and um, you know, Sean and I have actually been talking to some folks. Um, yeah, well, as long as it's breathable. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you could. I think you could do it. Yeah, yeah. The nice part about the the super fabric plates, the the design with all the gaps, is we we did that on purpose to allow for that breathability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and depending on the pattern that that we're using, uh, we've got over. Uh, probably close to about 100 different patterns that have been created so far in Superfabric. Um, a lot of customization, uh, a lot of logos can be built into yeah. the plates itself, um, which uh, I know uh, in the motorcycle industry, um, one of my customers, Climb USA, has been utilizing that logo uh, as, as their uh, shoulder patch. Okay. So they've replaced just a generic 
uh, stitching, uh -huh. uh, and they've put their K logo into our super fabric, super fabric plate. So we've uh, yeah engineered that to fit that logo. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just. Are you doing motorcycle jackets? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. So we've got motorcycle jackets, motorcycle gloves. Um, a lot of you're your, ahead of me. You're uh, ahead of me. I got to. I got to keep thinking. <laughs> keep going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think of something you're not using it for. Keep okay. Uh, cleaning scrub pads. Uh, so we we work with 3M uh, to uh, create a cleaning scrub pad for your household. Okay. Um, we're specced into um, a military combat shirt uh, with one of our partners here at, at the show. Um, uh, we've got industrial covers, so we're we're covering, um, you know, whether it's a, a tanker or um, or weapon systems right. um, in military applications. It's been used What's for cover. What's the heat resistance on this? How how hot can it resist up to? So um, in, in yeah in uh, as far as our guard plates, the structure is going to be very. It's it's a hard structure. Um, so huh? in, in order to soften that, uh, you'd be looking at um, consistent heat of up to. Um, probably above 300 degrees Celsius, uh, uh -huh. that it, it can at least withhold up to 250 degrees Celsius as far okay. as heat exposure. So I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking along the lines of a handguard on a firearm, on a rifle, on an oh. AR-15, an AK-47. Because mm -hmm. yeah. those can get hot. Mm -hmm. I think you might have just found an application you don't have yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. there we go. Plus you go. you're getting that extra grippiness kind of thing. Yep. And it, it's easy to clean. Yes. You know, people are throwing it in the dirt and the mud, you know, battle conditions kind of stuff. You know, just wash right off kind mm -hmm. of thing. Antimicrobial. Antimicrobial. You know, so, you know, our soldiers are, you know, people aren't getting getting the, the bugs and the diseases when they drop it in these third world country, you know, swamps or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, knife handles? Knife handles, definitely. I mean, there's Pistol there's grips? Certainly, yep. Yeah, there's yeah we can add obviously some silicone and some other coatings to allow for that grip, um, but then there are some patterns there uh, that are very good for for grip on its own. If you guys wanted to make a, uh, a, a super material sport coat, I would wear that. I think you'd look sharp in that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So so we definitely already have that is that is definitely one of our uh, one of our customers certainly does uh, they utilize that in in a. In a um, it's on the inside of a suit coat, um, okay. and they use a pattern that is designed for cut resistance. Uh, the pattern that they use is being used in an industrial safety gloves uh, for cut resistance. Knife sheaths. Yep. Yeah, knife sheaths. Uh, here at the show, you'll see some holsters as well, some gun holsters that utilize uh, super fabric holsters, with silicone. Yeah. Holsters, yeah. Yep. Um, Keep trying to think of some more that you might. That you, that I might mean, be I'm up. just uh, fishing gloves. Um, so uh, Lindy Little Joe uh, was one of our first customers, uh -huh. and uh, we we created a, uh, a guard plate uh, pattern and a resin um, that is a it has a rough surface uh, for for wet grip. So silicone is great for dry grip, uh, but the issue there is obviously any exposure to, to liquid uh -huh. kind of eliminates that grip. So we have a rough surface that allows for a, a wet. So grip. for dive dive gloves, dive for gloves, divers. Yep, yep, divers. scuba divers. Yep. Maybe make a suit out of that. Wait, I'm being teased with something here. Is that, is that? We should, oh, you know what we should do. We should do. Uh, stand by. <laughs> stand by for more. Yeah, and I'm just going to, um, I, knew, I knew you were uh, hinting at it, Marty, so I'm just going to, you know, say it again without saying it. But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah knife sheaths. That's a good That's, idea. Uh, we are in Buck Knives booth. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, I've, got, I've got markers here, visual markers that give me, you know, hints. So <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but 
it sounds like the applications are in. I mean, we were even sitting here talking to the trigger safe guys. You know, they're using this uh, composite plastic thing here for their, you know, their their trigger safes. I'm thinking maybe if they use that super fabric and you know this, then they're going to get you know maybe longer life out of them, better. I don't know. They they seem to be pretty dirt, durable and sturdy. But anyway, the the possibilities are endless. It sounds like yes, with this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've got we're branching out into every industry, every market, every. Yeah, that's the unique thing about super fabric is uh, the the creative designs that we can come up with for different industries. Um, you will not see the same pattern in a lot of different industries. You'll see a lot of unique football. ones. Football, you got to make a football out of the we, super Ryan, fabric. You, you just stole Ryan's idea. Boom. <laughs> Ryan talked about that we were yesterday. We just talking about that Boom. yesterday. You know, you, at a trade show like this, you get a football made out of super fabric. Just right. toss it out to somebody. Brings them get right back logo, into your booth. Get your yeah. logo on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Or maybe you could start a whole new sport. You call it the Super Fabric Ball. Super, super Ball. Super Ball. <laughs> super Fabric Ball. Super Fabric Ball. Yeah, you got to keep yeah, that trademark in there. True, true. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dr. Kim. Because I think yeah. it's already a Super Ball. <laughs> but that's very cool, man. So I appreciate you coming on and breaking yeah, down and uh, really giving our listeners uh, the big, broad picture of of all tie. And, you know, you guys just aren't, aren't boots, aren't going to be just boots. You're really really branching out into everything it sounds like watch bands boom i just saw another one another application watch bands oh yes uh so be sure. <laughs> i'll be doing this all day long so <laughs> um give them your website real quick yes Again. so uh for super fabric it's www.superfabric.com uh you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook um under super fabric and then uh for altai boots uh it's just altai a-l-t-a-i gear because as uh, Lefty here mentioned, uh, we're not stopping at the boots, and that's why it's altigear.com. And uh, likewise, uh, all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, and make sure you go get those boots. Tell them uh, you've got the different styles and in your boots. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, what's great is all of our boots are uh, designed purposefully to fit and feel the same. And uh, at that point, it's just a matter of selecting among uh, three variations. You got the First, colors and yep. you got the links, yeah. Yep, yep. So black, brown, or tan, eight inch or six inch. And then the third being, you can get it with or without a side zip. There you go. And I've got the side zip and the six inch tan, which I love. Didn't think I would like a zipper, but I'm, I'm digging it, digging it. Uh, and then I've got the eight inch and the brown. Is it just brown? Is that what you're calling it? Brown or is it? Yeah, a brown, kind of like a coyote, coyote brown. brownish. Really like that too. I haven't got, the, haven't tried the black ones yet, but black's black, you know. So um, maybe we we'll get, uh, maybe we we'll get Pepper some black ones. I don't know. Did she tell you what color she wanted? I did not know the color, but I think that makes sense since okay. you got the other two set her up. With I don't the know. Black. It's gonna be her call. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> do that for her. I'm, I'll get in trouble. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. You yeah. know, so I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, but guys, thank you again so much, and uh, we're gonna have Ryan, and we'll. Uh, We'll get Sean back on, too, when they start coming out with some of these products. Let us know when they're available, and uh, we'll make sure that the Leadheads know and uh, go out there and add it to their, their kit. Yes. Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah. Oh, backpacks. Another thing. Boom. <laughs> I'm still it. going. All right, guys. We'll be back with more from the 2019 SHOT Show here at the official headquarters, Buck Knives. Thanks, Lefty. Brown chicken, brown cow. It's so loud. You don't even know. Hey, Marty, remember we tried it when we were doing the show on top of the Lone Wolf truck? Yes. In Houston? You remember that? Yes. <laughs> it was a great time. Was that not the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> and then they got rid of it that next year. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're not going to do that anymore. Awesome. Yeah. We'll love doing that. 
I am the pimp hand of America. It wasn't a job I was looking for, but it's a job I accepted. And I, I am Jared. This voice is Jared Markle. And this is Lefty's right hand. And I'm turning it over to him. <laughs> That's all you can take. <laughs> Lefty's right hand. She's got a little mouse voice. She does. She yeah. got a little mouse he's a voice. Pro, he's, a, scared. he's a pro audio editor now. She's just scared. So, yes, Lefty is back. Had to take a little potty break in the little boy's room. So, thank you, Pepper, for standing in. And this is the official lead quarters here at Buck Knives. And look who it is. It's, it's Keltech Chad and, and the gang. Just stepped in. So, join us around the table. She introduced everybody, right? Yeah. Okay. Very good. So, Buell. Hello. How are you? Have we had you on? the show before yeah i was actually your last interview at nra last year we closed down nra yeah that is right so what's new and exciting with fioki so this year we're expanding our rifle offerings we added uh 260 remington and 65 creedmoor which everyone is excited about we feel this is our most complete rifle line to date and uh very excited to offer that Last year when we talked, we introduced that Sirocco line. We completed that line, added the 243 and, and various calibers there. So, um, yeah. So you feel like more you, rifle ammo you feel complete people. now with your I feel your pretty complete. Line of, of yeah. ammo. I, I, it made me feel whole. How <laughs> whole. Did, did you say that you're offering Sriracha bullets? Sirocco. Sriracha. Oh, Sriracha bullets are totally yeah. different than Sirocco. Yeah. Spicy bullets. Sriracha okay. is, is different. It's a different, yeah. But I could. It's better dip on my food. Is that Indian or Korean? It's or is it neither? It, it, it's neither. It's, it's from uh, California. Well, Sirocco is, no, is it's a Asian sauce. I think it's from yeah. Thailand or something. Yeah. Or something. I'm pretty sure it's Korean. But they make it. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they yeah. make it in California. It has a rooster on it, which is awesome. Yeah, that's true. I'm an uncultured swine, so <laughs> Alex would. Know. I like America. Alex would she know, would she's know. not here. Yeah, I, I like America. No, we always Google it. Yeah. yeah, that's what Google's for, right? <laughs> yeah, you got your phone in your hand, Jack. I'm posting a picture of us on the Student of the Gun Instagram. Right now? Yeah. Student of the Gun yeah. in the house. Wait, is this going on the internet? Paul and Jared. It might. It might be on Are the internet. Are y'all going to do it live? Do it live. Do it live. No, people can't hear it. It's yeah, not plugged can. in. Can they? do it live. Okay. It would look like we're miming it. If right. Three a third. Oh, boy. Can we hook up the headset to it somehow? I don't know. How do I go live? Well, we we could we could turn it on and just stick it one like one ear. You ever seen those guys on the range that want to talk on their phones, but they want to wear their headphones too? So they right. they turn their iPhone on and they stick shove it up, it up under. underneath there. Tell me you've never seen anyone do never that. Never seen someone do that, but you've I don't go to the range with weird people. Okay. Paul, you don't go to public ranges. Not often. New invention. New so, invention. So we make a little slide that they can just clip their phone up in there. Too. That's right. Clip it. Clip it to your. Clip head. it into your to your headset. Now, all right. In, in truth, proof. there actually are several manufacturers that are making electronic ear uh, headphones that have uh, universal jacks on yep. them. Or, but of course, if you got a modern if you got a modern iPhone, you can't use it because it won't use the universal jack. 
<laughs> a universal jack isn't the universal. Eighth inch jack, right? So. That's why I don't use Apple products, man. They're just they're just so proprietary and want to get your money everywhere they can. Uh, Damn, they're more efficient too. I've been using the same charger for my my Android phone for the past or ever since I switched over from my Windows phone. You want to know a secret? And it actually used the same charger as the Windows phone. You want to know a secret? Let me hear it. I don't even have to plug mine in. It's wireless charging. Well, I've got that too. <laughs> I've got one of those little stays. You just put it on and it just it charges. I've got one of those ones that looks like a like a, a Star Trek tricorder. You flip. Flip the thing out. You got talk. a flip phone still? Flip the thing out. You don't still have a flip phone. Up. I think that's a walkie-talkie. It has it has it has numbers and a zero, and, and it lights up. The display screen lights up when I dial it. Well, it's like disco. The the coolest feature your phone has is that you answer when I call. <laughs> <laughs> well, see that's that's one up on me because he doesn't answer my calls. Yeah. You don't ever call me. I'll call you back later. Yeah, call, call, call Jared. <laughs> I, I'm busy pimp-handing America. I can't be bothered. America needs a slap. Yeah, the job was vacant, and you took it over. Yeah. I appreciate it. It wasn't that. a job I was looking for, but it's a job I accepted. So we're at the 2019 SHOT Show, guys. Yes, sir. Here Still. in Las Vegas. We're running on fumes. Now, have you guys been walking around? You had a chance to, to check out what's, uh, what's new, what's innovative, what's exciting? Well, I, I was at the Fiocchi booth the other day, and yeah. they're going to have some Creedmoor. Some 6.5 Creedmoor? You got you some Creedmoor? You, you got that Creedmoor? It's Creedmoor? Yeah, I need, I need, <laughs> you I need my fix. some Creedmoor on you, man? I yeah. think there's a cream for that. Yeah, some Creedmoor. <laughs> you, can go, you can go down to the hotel shop down there. And get, some, get you some Creedmoor. <laughs> there's a CBS a block away. <laughs> Me and Paul will be visiting. Get that fix for the What do you think of the Creedmoor around, Paul? <laughs> I think it's it's bizarre that the cult this cult has developed around it, and I know people are on they're over on the other side of the radio is going. Rah! But the, he he said two sixty Remington. Uh-huh. I've got a two sixty Remington and a Creedmoor, and like ballistically, how far away are they? We're holding our fingers apart, like yeah, it's like that much. One it's of like those the size of a tic tac. Yeah. yeah, one of those hairs out of your mustache would, would split the difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad you went that route. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank I'm you. a Thank gentleman. You very much. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, there's so many, and and that's I guess it's part of the theme of the show is uh, there are so many good products today, right? Uh, whether it's rifle cartridges or handguns or whatever. I mean, everyone says you know, did you see this new handgun or that new handgun or what have you? And the fact is that there's so many good companies making good products that I kind of feel bad for the consumer because they're, they're really they're like, what should it I is. get? It's tough. They say, what should I get? Should I get the this company or this? And I'm like. All three of them will work. All three of them are good. Right. So, what's it, your budget? Yeah. yeah, you know, do you like chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? Yeah. yeah. Because there are so many. And the rifle manufacturers today, the, you know, the the technology that they're using to crank out barrels is as close to perfect as we've seen it in our lifetimes. We are reaching a pinnacle in technology. Yeah, with, like with the rifle barrels. Oh, yeah. When, when you're when you're Mossberg and you can make. A, a retail 399 bolt action Creedmoor, right? That will shoot sub MOA all the time. As long as you do your job, all the bullets are going in under an inch. How do you how do you top that? Yeah. I mean, if you if you think about just a generation ago, what you had to invest to get that performance. Yeah, it's exactly. incredible. And uh, you know, when someone asks the what should I get this or that, you know my answer for that. 
I've always been more of an and guy, not an or guy. Mm-hmm. So do both. This is America. Come on. Get this in there. Yeah, this isn't this isn't East Germany. We're not standing in line for bread. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is America, Russia. Is, it, is this Russia? Yeah, this is America, this is baby. We, well, there's a Moscow, Tennessee. Uh-uh. And there's yeah. a Moscow, Idaho too. Idaho. There is. That's where Brian Keeney lives. Oh from, yeah, that's from right. Occam. Did Occam. you have Did you have Occam here? Oh, all did the you have Keeney here? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Well, no, you, I have some. If If you're here at the show and uh, you go over to the Frog Lube booth, they have the Occam Lube dispensers with Frog Lube in them. Did you? Oh know yeah, that? we talked about that. Oh well, very. Yeah, good. we. He was on two days ago. You're two days late, Paul. Actually, two days late. I, I was at, I was at the very beginning of that, so it's okay. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> That is actually my coolest product of SHOT Show this year, was the Occam Lube. The Occam so, Yeah, it's so cool. It's genius, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's such a, it's such a like, simple concept that fills a, a real need. People, you know, needed that little product. There, there, have been, there have been so many companies that have tried to do that over the years, and, and it didn't work. Yeah. It, it took a physicist like Brian. Yeah. <laughs> physicist, he's a mechanical engineer, he's, he's everything. He's a bearded warrior. Yeah, he's a big giant dude. Okay, bearded dude. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't think. Jared, what do you, what do you like think that? is the best um, thing? Uh, here at the show, yeah. there's uh, a couple things. I like the collaboration between Occam and Frog Loop. The Frog Loop's going in the applicator for Occam. Yeah. Um, other than that, we're just focusing a lot on people. So I think this is my 10th year. It's my 10-year anniversary of the SHOT Show. Happy so, anniversary. Yeah. When I come here, it's more of a family reunion. And then there's products yep. to get to see, too. So Occasionally, yeah. yeah. Occasionally I, I we think, get to see products. I think the right hand over here. So would you be nicknamed Salt because you got Pepper over here? Salt? <laughs> no, I'm Lefty. You're Lefty. That's okay. Pepper. Salt. They're in effect. <laughs> yeah. But we could go that route. That yeah. would be good. Salt and Pepper. Salt but and Pepper. It used to be Poncho and Lefty. Now it's Pepper and Lefty. <laughs> pepper, pepper and Lefty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wouldn't you rather have Pepper than Poncho? Oh, yeah, no. for sure. On a long trip? Every yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, so what's up with the Buck Knives? What do they got? What's interesting and cool here? They have sharp things. Man, Buck Knives is, is awesome, man. They've got a full line of hunting knives. They're in tactical yeah. knives now. You know, they're making knives for the military. They've, they've even got custom knives. So we had... We had a World War II veteran on yesterday, mm-hmm. Al that. Mampry, uh, last surviving member of Easy Company Band of Brothers, nice. 101st Airborne, yeah. 96 years old. Great interview. He's probably been one of the most energetic interviews that I've had this entire show. Uh, you know, he he's sharp as a tack still. Sharp as a buck knife. Sharp as a buck knife. Thank you. Yeah. Good segue. Man, I like that. <laughs> So uh, what we did was, at the end of the, the interview, uh, CJ, CJ Buck, had a, a knife custom made for him. So it's Damascus steel, really beautiful Damascus steel. It's like a you know, five-inch blade. And uh, he, the handle was made from woolly mammoth tusk. Oh, dear. Like million-year-old woolly mammoth tusk. And he had this beautiful wooden display case, and we presented it to, to Al, and he was just so genuinely like shocked and appreciative he's like oh wow i mean you can see the look on his face you know it's like a three-year-old at a birthday party you know yeah. opening up the mm-hmm. presents um and cj comes up to him and al's been busted on us all day i mean he's real quick wit and you know funny uh cj comes up to him he goes he goes al i want you to know how hard it was for me to find something older than you <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. 
That's probably the funniest thing I've heard in a while. But, uh, yeah, they're doing all kinds of great things here at Buck Nice. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Buck Nice. probably own one or two yourself. I've had them, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think that, uh, that Buck Knife is probably the highest percentage of Americans' first knife of any company. Like, my first knife was a Buck Knife. Yeah. Like everybody I know's first knife was a Buck Knife. Yeah, when I was in the Corps, I had a Buck 112 that, that stayed on my belt, like, always. And yep. I think it's the 110. I think they have a model that's called a 110. That yep. was actually the, the true, 110. like, first tactical folder that you could use. You know, it was robust enough that you could use it as a tactical knife. Yeah. It still had the brass finishes and stuff like that, but, like, as what we... It's would, very popular with the 110, yeah. Yeah, and what we would know as a, as a tactical knife today, Buck started that. So that's the first... I just learned something, guys. If, if, well, yeah, the, yeah, the they Buck put 110 was bad boy. every... When I was in the Marine Corps, it was in every PX. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody had one because it was in every PX. And, and when you see one, like, you might not know what a 110 looks like, but when you see one, you go... Oh, I know that's that a buck knife. knife. Right. Yeah, oh, I yeah, that's yeah. a buck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know a buck knife when you see it. But yeah, so we're very, very gracious that that buck took us up and, and wanted to host the headquarters this year. Beautiful setup here. They got a beautiful booth, and we've had just great interviews all week. You know, so just kind of want to talk to you guys because I know you get a chance to go and, and walk the floor and, and get your take on you know what's out there. We're seeing some new stuff. We're seeing some innovation. Well, yeah, there's some a positive. There's a, a lot of. Uh, U.S. Palm, a lot of our guys. You, you're AK guy. Yes. So I, mean, I am a new AK. I, and in your in your your AK listeners, I'm sure that your dedicated AK listeners are very excited that Century picked up the old, the original U.S. Palm company, mm-hmm. and they bring and they introduced the magazines and the grips and, and all that uh, at this show. And they actually kept on some of the original employees from U.S. Palm right. that are working for Century now to distribute that brand. Absolutely. And uh, you know, as AK owners, they. I'm, that's probably in the AK world. That's probably one of the the greatest brand Coolest loyalties. Right yeah. Was the US Palm? Yeah, yeah they yeah. they had a really loyal following. Yeah, they did. They and when they closed down, everyone was super bummed. And yeah, the the uh, last AK I had built, uh, I had to source the US Palm before they came back. Uh-huh. You know, and I I had one like hidden back in reserve. You know, mm-hmm. You're like this is so, mine. Don't touch it. Yeah, I'm like yeah. when this next rifle gets built, this has to go there. You know. Yeah. And I could, I'll take it a different direction from me having a martial art background. One of the coolest things that I've seen on the floor is the, uh, it's, it's essentially a mat that you can wear. They have they have these, these suits that are padded. And I remember a when they mat? first came out, it, like, you know how when you roll around on jujitsu mats? Right, yeah. It's like a mat that you can wear. It's basically this bodysuit. And when they started these things, they were huge and boxy. And a couple of them that I've seen here... You mean like the fighting suits? Yeah, the fighting yeah, suits. fighting suits. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're called. Suits. Force on force suits. Oh, I saw yeah. someone like beating that dude with a stick with one on. Yeah, there's actually another one that's, um, there's one right over here, but there's another one that's even smaller. It almost looks like, you know the game, the video game Halo? Uh-huh. It almost looks like that armor, and it's so close to your body. It used to be super boxy, but now it's, it's more mobile. It's just getting so, the technology is insane. Nice. And that was here? Yeah. Okay. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm sure you guys did some pictures and did some no, 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 just, <laughs> I just saw it. You yeah. just like it right here. I mean, in your I looked, phone I pictures. Yeah, he's got it up in his noggin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It just it stood out to me because I've been doing martial arts for my entire life. Like I need one. You're doing weightlifting now, man. Yeah. You're, you're like doubled in yeah. size my, since last time I saw you. My wife, my wife won't let me get punched in the face anymore. <laughs> and so, so I like to, take to have up another hobby. Right. I like to make my wife happy. Yeah. So that's I'm old. 
I, I had to I had to get my my competitive energy into something else. So I've been since we did fight strong together. Yeah, I've been lifting. Yeah. Good for you, man. So. You're looking great. Thanks, man. Looking great. You, you got Paul. You know, motivated, and you know he's been lifting too. Got a good show going, yeah. Yeah, he over the holiday season he lifted more than I did. He he didn't miss any workouts. I missed a few. Yeah. Well, I told you I took some time off, but I'm back. Yeah. Well, I'm back into it. So it's Pepper and I both, and we're about a month in back to the gym and making good progress. So it's all about your physical. Pepper, are you doing starting strength? I Are you doing starting strength? Are you lifting the barbells? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, she gets on the machine. She gets on the, the barbells and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. So, Buell, Fioki. Yes, sir. Where can people go and get all this information on the new rounds that you guys have, your, your classic rounds, everything? Uh, FiokiUSA.com. Our online catalog is there with all 450 of our SKUs, so they can look that up there. We do everything from 22 long rifle up to 300 wind mag, 25 ACP up to 44 mag, and every shotgun shell you'd ever want to shoot. So uh, check it out, FiokiUSA.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all Doing that the stuff. social meds, all the, yeah, yeah. All the social meds. He's got walk, a MySpace account. And then walk into your favorite ammo store and pick up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Uh, yeah. We are, you know, Don't put it back down. Yep. Take <laughs> it to the <laughs> counter and, and pay it for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Paul, Jared, love to have you guys back on uh, our normal show yep. that we do. We'd love to get you on the AK corner because, Paul, you're a big AK yeah. guy. You know a lot about AKs. A little bit. So we need to get you on the uh, 12-part series that we're doing, the AK Corner. And uh, Is that a real thing now? It's been, yeah. We're, yeah, we're seven in. Been. Last time I talked to you, you were like, hey, I got this idea. Yeah. And now it's it a real thing. It came to fruition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It took me like three years to do it. That's great, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got it going. Pioneer Arms Corps sponsoring that segment for us. Okay. That's but cool. But we've got all the AK companies coming on mm-hmm. and sharing the information. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when stuff you, about the AK world. Yeah, I remember when you told me the concept. You're like, this. I mean, they're essentially going to produce the segment for you, however you produce it. But you're going to bring on a bunch of different companies. So that's really cool that we made it happen. Bring the companies, bring the people. We've had yep. uh, Marco Vorbiv on. Uh, we've had Jim Fuller on. We have Travis Haley on. Yep. You know, so get all the really wealth of there, information. Yeah, yeah we hit it from great. all angles there, man. So you guys love to have you on so we'll, we'll make that happen let's do it okay alright All right. All right. fantastic alright guys that does it for uh, Paul and Jared the student of the guns for this segment and Buell we're going to have you back on we need to get you on one of the full shows sometime because you got a great sense of humor <laughs> you fit it you fit it perfect with our normal show doing the jack wagon train yeah kind of stuff so alright guys we got more interviews coming up at the 2019 SHOT Show here from Buck Knives official headquarters hey thanks for having us thank you we are at the final day of SHOT Show 2019 here at the official headquarters, Buck Knives. And it's been a great week so far. we still got more to come. Uh, but our men on the street, we're going to be losing a couple of those in a minute. And they have been hard at work to bring you guys what's new, what's innovative here at SHOT Show. So we've got Jacob. Yep. We've got Nick. How we doing? And we got Mike. And Jacob and Mike may or may not be related. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. It's a day-to-day basis. Right. So from day one to day four, we had you guys on day one, right? Yep. Uh, gave us a little taste of what you'd seen at that point in time. Since then, you've you've had an opportunity to, to take in a whole lot more. So what has really stood out? What What's something that, uh, Jacob, that you're just like, wow, this is really, this is really cool? This is the best thing here. You know... Uh, besides the podcast. Besides the podcast, th- there have been a lot of 
innovative products that have been pushed out this year. Um, one that uh, Firearms Radio Network has been promoting for quite a while on TGC and WLS has been the Neo Mag. And what that is is a concealed carrier where you have your spare mag mounted into your pocket, so okay. right at the lip. Um, you'll never see your mag showing through your pocket and it looks just like a pocket knife clip that's just hanging on the outside right. of your your pocket and how does it retain the magazine it uses a neodymium magnet magnet okay. and so it, it's, it's a magnetized very, yeah a very strong magnet and it does work with glock mags okay yep um and they just released their they have bullets in them yes right. well, even <laughs> empty even empty okay um, and then they also released a uh, couple is days that what ago. The, is that what it's attached itself to? Well, uh, Glock mags are polymer mags lined with a steel liner. Oh, the whole liner is still? Yep. I didn't realize the whole thing. I knew they had some kind of reinforcement. Yep, it. it's, it's, a, it's a thin gauge steel. Well, there you go. Through. You just taught me something, Nick. Nice. Very good. So Neo Mag. Yep, and they also just came out with their Revolver series, too. Okay. And uh, I think it's a six-shot. Uh, that they have on it and same concept except for its its own mechanism you just slide it on the a clip on your pocket and okay. you walk down the street with it very cool i think they retail I actually for, have one of those oh they, do you they really sent me one yeah oh what the heck yeah i've got one yeah. making me describe it to you and you already know about well, it. i want you to describe it for the listeners well, you know <laughs> yeah well you're playing dumb over here like you have no that's clue what about i do it. i'm not playing but go ahead <laughs> but then i guess a, a secondary product that i saw that was pretty neat is i've been trying to get into some bipods look at different options other than just yes. your harris your your magpole or whatever and Mag- then the magpole one's kind of new it is it's not, not been out that long um, I really questioned it, and we stopped over and played with it, yeah. and it is very nice. I kind of liked it. I saw it out at one of the range days and got a, you know, got some hands-on. I've seen pictures of it. but Yeah. I kind of liked it. I thought it was pretty nice, too. Now, uh, did you go by Warren Scope Mounts? We walked past them. They're supposed to have a new bipod out. Okay. Well, so you I'll, might want to go before yeah. you leave, go check that out. Yep. I'd like to get an update on that. But, yeah, go ahead. There was a, and then there was a secondary one that we ended up finding on the uh, second floor, which or the third floor, which is the new products area. And what it is is black label. Okay. And what it is is a handguard for an AR platform, uh, AR-10 or 15, and the bipod is actually integrated into the handguard. Handguard, okay. And so it's still got your rotation and tilt and things like that. And the only problem was the price point was anywhere from four to five hundred dollars. Oh, okay. So, but I mean, if you think about it, a handguard by itself, a really nice handguard, it's going to run you a couple hundred bucks. Yep. A really good bipod is going to run you a couple hundred bucks. Yep. You know. But is that like the MSRP, so you might yep, be able to find them cheaper? A, that was the MSRP. Okay. Street price will probably be a little bit lower than that. And this is like an aluminum handguard? Yep, aluminum handguard, free float all the way through, and has all that. It just has that uh, integrated into the system. Okay, I so. would like to see this. So is it is it flush, That yep. you know, the design? Yep. And when yep. it's, when the, the handguard is stowed, it sits flush up within it, Okay. and then you deploy the legs. It's a full-functioning yep. bipod, and... Does it give you the the yep. rotation and yep? You have uh, tilt, both tilt and a little bit of traverse on it for spin. 
so okay yeah it was cool. yeah I'd be it was really in, interesting uh, to that. see that did you guys take pictures of that we did not. I got. I think I got one or two. I can send you. I know that they've been post doing them a big on. Thing. Post them on Instagram and, yep. and tag everybody and so then, the ladies uh, can see that. Yeah. But I did give you their cards so that we can. Pick Is this that for up. me? Yep. Okay. Cool. Thanks, man. So yeah, that I'll I'll go check them out. So that's pretty much what I've seen. Uh, you know, we played with the new Glocks, the new uh, Mossberg pistol, and I have to say, the new Mossberg pistol that came out is very nice. Okay, so you're digging the Mossberg. You, you, I think you'd mentioned that on day one. So you're still stuck on the Mossberg. I am on the Mossberg over okay. the Glocks. Okay. All right, Nick. Um, going through a couple things I've seen that were pretty neat. Uh, but one, I, I love the old. I love the retro line that Brownells has been doing. Uh huh. Releasing all of that, and I, I constantly kick myself because a couple of years ago I had the opportunity, but to buy a AR-180. Which, if anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's an Armalite 180 or Armalite 18. Uh-huh. Which was the next Eugene Stoner design after the, the AR-15 and everything of that uh, nature. Yeah. Where it fixed some of the problems that he saw in it. Which, when we talked before, I'd said they... It looked like they'd have some sort of a side-charging upper. You know, it was hard to explain. Yeah. Well, what they did was they now have their very own BRN-180 where they made an AR-80 piston-driven, completely spring, you know... That is cool. ...inside upper to fit on the standard AR receiver. So it's a buffer tubeless system. You don't have to run one if you have a pistol or something like that. Now, is that out now? That is out now. They debuted it here, and they had it out for people to look at. That was just one of those... It's something old that's new again. Right. So is that your top thing? That was just one of the things that I saw that really, really yeah. unique and stood out to me. Um, one of the other top things I've seen is, is just driving the state of the industry is, again, we've talked about all the different ability now to do both day and night vision optics because they've those price points are coming down. I've seen more than three companies now have a, a day and night vision optic for right. below the $500 mark. So that's getting down into where sure. your everyman user can afford it and use those things. Well, we want to see. We want to see prices coming down. Exactly. Bring those prices down, man. The, we'll buy more. Well, You'll make it up in quantity. Come on, guys. You know, they tell me that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Nope. And then, uh, you know, look at those where you, know, you get into those electrical optics. Those things are always neat and it's fun to play with. Um, we look at the full conceals. The, those are the folding glocks. Yeah. Trey just came by a little while ago. Yep, and, and Trey. You know, those those need to get hands on those. That's definitely innovation. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, but uh, nope. Going through those were the main things I've looked at. Uh, I went down and looked at, you know, of course, all of Rydon's new optics that they have were amazing. And going through that, the the new reticle systems they designed are on par with some of the best I've seen. Good plug. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. Oh, we just checked <laughs> But no, out. I mean, seriously, those are uh, yep. very good optics, especially the, the price point that they're on, the value that you're getting for those optics. Uh, you know, it, just because they happen to be a sponsor of Talking Lead, that's why they're a sponsor of Talking Lead, because I believe in the product. I've used the product. Yep. Uh, I've tested it. Love it. So, you know, and it's, it's much like you were talking. I, I did get hands on with the, the new Magpul bipod. I actually got one in for a while ago that I was going to use for a little bit of testing, and I will use it till it breaks. So. There you go. What about you, Mike? Uh, so again, with the thermals, those are fun to mess around with. Uh, Kyle Hunt. Thermals are always fun. Yeah, out yeah. in the Midwest. 
so we got to mess with them. But uh, the other thing, like I said, being in law enforcement, uh, any kind of training things that we can do. Uh, so I don't know if he's been on your show yet or coming up, but uh -huh. VK Integrated Systems has a stock or lower system, either one, that can help, uh, I guess, progress or, or, diagnostic, or diagnose. Diagnostics? Yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of your shots, yeah. uh, your target acquisition, and it can just help you train and give you the feedback on uh, your first round to your second round. Oh, that's where cool. that, you know, wherever Yeah, actually, those placed. guys are going to be on, so we're going to get them on. They're going to talk detail about that. So, yeah, that'll yeah. be cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So, is that, is that your top? That's I'd top have one? to say, so, yeah, probably, because cool. I'd like to try it. No, no, I thought I thought your, your top product that you saw this year was produced by Inland Manufacturing. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, which so, that, that, that's a joke oh. <laughs> that, that Nick's trying to get me to go on. And no, uh... I love their M1A1, uh, M1A. Um, well, uh, he, he walked by and, and had to spend about 10 minutes playing with the, the new C9 High Point <laughs> because uh, it came with optics ready cuts. And Andrew he, loves the High Point. <laughs> the Draco, living that Draco life. <laughs> well, cool, guys. We really appreciate you guys you know, doing this for us. I know the Leadheads appreciate it as well. Uh, yep. And thank you for taking your, your winnings and giving back to Flioa with that. And we're looking forward to seeing how that turns out. They're gonna, they won our $100 giveaway. They're gonna go bet on black and everything they win, they're gonna give, donate it back to Flioa, Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association. So great group of lead heads here. Couldn't ask for, for better supporters. So thank you guys so much for everything that you do and that you have done for the show. Well, thank you for producing such a good show. Well, I always man. look forward to the podcast every week and definitely the AK Corner every month. I believe we have, what, five left to go? Uh, so at number eight's coming up, and we're going to have these guys on, hopefully, that's behind you here, Century Arms, we're getting ready to have on the show. Uh, so uh, maybe you guys can talk them into coming on one of the next episodes. You know, that would be really great. Corner. We stopped by yesterday and checked out all their AK offerings, and, and I may have get cut myself on one of them just because, it, you know, AKs don't like me. <laughs> AKs <laughs> love everybody. Come on, man. <laughs> but, uh, nope, it was. They had a really amazing spread of uh, the different rifles and styles they had there. Yeah. And uh, that's one of those we're even talking about some of the different varieties where, you know, it, it's not really an AK, but that PSL system is sure a neat thing to look at. Very cool. With that said, let's go ahead and segue in. Let's get these guys on. So Absolutely. We'll, we'll talk to you Leadheads a little bit later. Thank you so much for, for taking care of our listeners and bringing them this awesome information, guys. Well, All thank right. you for letting us come on and tell them about it. Yeah, yep. and, and we'll, be, we'll be in touch in a little bit, so yep. don't run off. <laughs> Put your headset on. Ready? I don't have a voice. Mic up. Well, you never have a voice when it comes to SHOT Show. So, so as promised, Leadheads, uh, we have our buddies from Century Arms that have sat down and joined us. We've got, I mean, you Leadheads know Andrew. He's a regular. He's a longtime Leadhead. What's up? <laughs> and, then, and, of course, you know we're at SHOT Show, so Andrew doesn't have a voice. He is the silent Richard. <laughs> Day seven of SHOT Show. Right. And then he's brought along Jason, and I'm going to butcher your name, Carvos? Carvoyas. Carvoyas, see? I was, I was pretty close. Uh, director of sales with Century Arms. And they brought me some goodies, too, man. I got a, a banana clip, a patch. It's a magazine and a banana. 
and uh, a pew pew patch with uh, with Canic on it. So we're going to give these away to some lucky leadheads uh, as you're listening to this, and we'll come up with some cool little Instagram something that you got to do to win these. So very cool, guys. Thanks for joining us. I know it's a busy show. It's the last day. Everybody's ready to, to wrap it up. So how's the show been for Century this year? It's been busy. Uh, you know, we had a we had a ton of people at the booth uh, every day, uh, and a ton of people came for the giveaways and stuff. But just a lot of a uh, lot of dealer interest in in all the new stuff and, and the old uh, trusty favorites with the you know Wazers and Dracos and all that. Right. So. Well, let's let's talk about the new stuff. So what's yep. new and exciting with Century Arms? So uh, you know, on the AK side, we teamed up with a bunch of custom uh, guys. Uh, the first ones are um, Meridian Defense Corp and Atlas out of Louisiana. Uh, Atlas Defense, Joe yeah. Mo. What? Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> yeah, so, another longtime leadhead. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So we sent those guys some guns, some uh, some Wazers and some Vishkas, and said, you know, have at it, make them custom, do make them cool. And uh, you know, each of the manufacturers, I think they made four guns a piece. Everyone was different. You know, there there's some some of them went like real modern, sure. did, you know, modern handguards and, and M4 style, you know, stocks and all that stuff. And then uh, a couple of the Meridian guns and necklace guns were real old school, like uh, battlefield pickup type, you know, stuff on the Wazer. Look, right. they're pretty awesome. Very cool. So you guys have a line from Atlas Defense that you're gonna. We got it. We got a couple custom guns. We're gonna offer direct to dealers. It's one of those things where instead of you know, uh, you know, buying gun, buying a parts kit, sending it out, waiting six months, and, and then sending to somebody get get coded or whatever, you can buy a gun. Your dealer can go on buy a gun on our website, ship it to the store, done. Have it in a couple weeks. Very cool. So, yeah. Canic side. Uh, so on the Canic side, this was the first you know show really that we've had the Elite Combat at, which is uh, our top of the line you know carry model. Um, that's a you know Glock 19 size gun, but uh, out of the box, what we did was we teamed up with Salient uh, Arms International and uh, basically just had them do you know all kinds of cool upgrades to the gun. So uh, you know I- instead of getting your 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 gun and then going Gucci on it, this thing has you know a, a flat trigger, super super nice flat trigger in it. Uh, it's got a salient fluted threaded barrel. Um, it's got uh, salient front and rear sights, a salient magwell. I mean, it's just a... It's tricked out. It is. It is tricked out, and it feels great in the hand. One of the things that I was kind of, you know, surprised about was, so it's a carry gun. Uh, you could you could go shoot competition with it for sure. Sure. Okay, but it has that magwell, and, you know, the magwell serves its, its, its purpose for, you know, helping with reloads and stuff. Right. But secondary... Uh, Everybody that grabs the gun kind of picks it up and goes like, "Hey, man, this feels really nice in my hand." And, and the, most of them don't know why, but that magwell Gives on the shorter gun it pushes your your grip up, makes you get a makes proper you grip, get a better grip. Just, nice, just does it. So um, now the the canics are very affordable to begin with. Now you've gone, yeah. and you've tricked this one out. Yeah. Um, what what are we looking at retail on? You can find one for six hundred and thirty bucks online. Jeez. That's crazy. So I mean, it's got it's got six hundred and thirty bucks worth of stuff on it. Yeah, I mean, right. without the gun. I yeah. mean, the salient barrels are three hundred plus. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you say right. salient, and you're already are you already thinking, you know, I'm going to spend twelve hundred, yeah. you know, yeah. bucks minimum on this thing, yeah. and you guys are, you know, six hundred. Jeez, that's crazy. Well, Canik is, uh, you know, really really cool guys. Great, great to work with. And and one of the things that they're so good about is uh, constantly improving the product and doing stuff. We we do stuff in the background that that people don't even notice. And then you, you show it to them at a show, and they go, "Holy shit! Like I didn't, I didn't right. know you guys did this." Like uh, all the new guns, if you open them up, uh, all the trigger components, trigger bar, anything that interacts with the trigger mm-hmm. was nitrided, and then really really high you know gloss kind of finish nickel coated 
So everything just slides against it, you know, right. itself. It's smooth. It's a, it's a trigger job in the gun, and it's done already for you. It comes in the box that way. It comes yeah. in the box that That's way. That's something that really impressed me when I first shot the Canon. It was the trigger. You know, I was like, yeah. this is a really nice out-of-the-box you know, trigger. Like you said, I mean, you yeah. your normal shooters out there, you're not going to need to do anything anything to that. Yeah. And then now you're bringing the, the salient version in and you know, up the game. Holy cow. <laughs> the, the trigger... Uh, the trigger on the Canik, I mean, I think it's I think it's the best out of the box striker fire trigger on a gun. Yeah. But uh, one of the biggest things in building the Canik brand has been getting people to, to pick it up and try out the trigger. You know, you can you can tell them, hey, man, this is a really nice gun, and it's in the case, and they see it in the gun shop. But if you get it out and you put it in their hand and go, try that trigger, dude, they yeah. go, holy, where did this come from? This is this is awesome. Yeah. And if you can find a range that'll let you rent one or take it out, then I mean, even better to actually put rounds down range with it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And if you if you guys uh, out there have a range that you want to see, you know, Canics for rental on, we have a range program where you know we we get them the guns and and we get them some promo material and all kinds of good stuff for the for the shop. You know, big cool. banners and, and stuff to give out when somebody buys a gun. Yeah. So uh, you know, we support them too. But um, just tell them, hey man, I want to I want to see a Canic on the range and we'll take care of it there you go just have him get in touch with Andrew will take care of it with Andrew (laughs) (laughs) exactly with Drew and and if Drew doesn't have uh, his email running that day which he does every day (laughs) you can get in touch with me send me a message and I'll pass it along to him guys talkingledgemail.com yep Absolutely. We did on the uh, on the Canic too. We did the custom shop program on that as well this year. Okay. Uh, cool. So we'll be we'll be rolling out with some more manufacturers. You know, some of the some of the heavy hitters in the game that make the uh, aftermarket parts and all. The first one was uh, L2D Combat. Yeah. They're here at the show too. They've been doing some, some killer killer work on Glocks and Smiths and stuff. So we teamed up with them. Um, right after the show, you'll be able to go on. I'm sure there's already Instagram posts and all that of the of the Canic guns that are over there. Right. They came out awesome. They look. They, and they did some slide milling and some stuff, and they put their own uh, version of an optics cut on there for a, for an RMR that sits real low. Guns just look awesome. Very cool. And then go to your website, CenturyArms.com. Yep. You guys got all the the pictures and all that. Then go yep. and peruse yep. through there, and then just go to their local dealer, and they can pick them up right there. there yeah. Check us out on Instagram. A lot of those, a lot of pic, a lot of those pictures are on Instagram too. So if you guys want to just get on the gram. The Graham, which I know nothing about. His, his, his these, voice has gone from not selling things. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, I don't know much about the Graham, but I know there's lots of pictures of all these uh, cool custom guns that we did. Yeah, but you know there. somebody who does. Yeah. Morgan. Morgan. She knows a couple a, things about it. Yeah, this is uh, Andrew, no social media having. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag we, no socials true. No socials. Silent Richard. So your guys that were here, your, your leadheads that were here before, we're talking yeah. about the PSL. The PSL. Um, let's talk about that. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, we over the years we brought in a whole bunch of different stuff, right? That was kind of what Century's always been known for. Is uh, you know, surplus is where we started, and then we we have all these relationships with the overseas factories. So you know, it, you can't always do it, but you know, people will will write in or call in and say, hey man, you know, like when are you guys going to bring in these again or, or whatever? And we're always, you know, kind of taking taking stock of that. Of course, we want to sure. give people what they want. So uh, we worked with the factory, um, you know, Romarm in uh, in Romania, and uh, we uh, we we got uh, PSL rifles again. So the the classic, you know, uh, DMR uh, rifle for you know Soviet Union and, and a whole bunch of the, you know Combox states and satellite nations and all that. Uh, it's been in service forever, and uh, it's just like a, a you know super rugged 
awesome gun, really really iconic looking. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we're we're bringing in a couple of batches this year, you know, real cool. limited quantities, and then the AES 10B2, which is an RPK. Uh, so, okay, nice. You know, longer, heavy barrel, bipod, the clubfoot stock, you know, just uh, shooting the awesome gun. Shooting the RPKs, shooting the. Uh, it's not 760 by 39, right? Yeah. Is it, it is. shooting that? Yeah. Yep. It's not the five, the five. 760 by 54. Okay. Yeah. PSL 762 by 54R. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, just just a super. You know, both of them are really fun. The PSL particularly, you know, the ones that we have actually come with the scope and all. You know, you can you can take it out day one. You don't have to go hunting for something. So it's going to have the, the beautiful wood furniture yep. on it. Oh, it's that. a it's a classic PSL rifle. Right. Limited quantity, so. Guys, jump on those when you can. I'm yeah, sure they will if you go. find one, buy it because there are very few coming in. Yep, yep. That's uh, you know limited quantities on all kinds of that stuff. So uh, one of the things that that we you know we're always bringing in new surplus. We're always doing police buyouts and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, if you you know if you go on CenturyArms.com, we don't sell direct to to consumers on, on on guns. But if you go on and you go on the surplus corner, it's new stuff every day. It's cool. you know we we find people on there that'll call in and say, dude, I was on the website and you've got this where the hell did where did you find one of these we're like dude yeah we find all kinds of stuff you got to keep checking <laughs> that's what we do <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's what exactly. we do so uh speaking of what we do uh, talking lead has started a a new series we're actually we're halfway into it now it's called the talking lead ak corner and we talk about nothing but ak's ak-47 so from the history to the parts to 922 r compliance to the different manufacturers that are out there, what they're bringing to the table. Um, And Andrew joined us last episode. We were talking the the Evil 922R compliance, giving tips and tricks out there for for our listeners. Uh, But we'd love for you guys to come on and talk about your line of of AKs, because I know the Leadheads, there's been a request for that. We want you guys to come on and and you know, talk about the manufacturing process, your import process, and you know how, just like you were saying, how you go out and how you find those, uh, how you differentiate, you know, what's good, what's not good, you know, that kind of thing. So, here's my open invitation for you guys to come anytime. All um, right. We're gonna go to part eight. Yeah, uh, it's a 12-part series, so we just did seven. So we got episode eight, 19, 11, 12 coming up. Okay. And oh, by the way, we're giving away 12 AKs during this series. Sweet. So, uh, you leadheads, make sure you're tuning in. If you haven't, go back, listen to the past episodes, and uh, look forward to our future episodes where we're going to get Sentry Arms on. Sounds good. Definitely. So, what uh, future wise, what, what can we look forward to from, from Sentry Arms? So, uh, you know, continued uh, efforts to try and bring in, you know, parts kits and all kinds of cool stuff uh, for the AK. Um, you know, just uh, just working with the overseas manufacturers on all that, and then uh, you know, more and more uh, you know U.S. models and stuff. Uh, as we see, uh, you know, factories diverting to you know uh, military sales and all that. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, kind of keeping the uh, keeping the lineup as, as fresh as we can with, with new stuff. Gotcha. Now, do you, you guys have a nine mil AK? We do. Version. Let's we talk do. about that real quick. Got that Draco Nac Nine. The Draco so, the baby. Uh, so. Uh, the uh, the Draco NAC9. That's another uh, Romanian product that uh, that we have. It's uh, takes Glock mags. It's got the little adapter on the bottom. Oh, cool! And it is super fun to shoot and just just a, a blast. It's a really really fun little handy gun. For and, a uh, adaptable 
Brace adaptable. You can throw one of those on there. We've seen some guys do some pretty awesome, you know, conversion work on them. And, and cool builds. Seen some guys SBR them and stuff, but yeah, most of the guys are doing that brace and popping that on there. And, you know, they're cool. They're cool. They're cool. Um, one of the other things we had is uh, on the uh, the new Vishka rifle, uh, we uh, just introduced at Shot Show a lifetime warranty on that gun. So, oh wow! Uh, you know, any issues you lifetime have, warranty, we're gonna man. we're gonna handle it. We'll take people care of like it. that. You know, yeah. it just adds a whole other level of you know security that yeah. probably nothing's gonna go wrong anyway. But if it does, you've just got that peace of mind. Get the, get the warm fuzzy feeling. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, just it's simple fact. You know, uh, if you have an issue, Century's gonna take care of it. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Just back gone. in your guns. Yep, back yep. in your guns. Absolutely. And I gotta say, I, I'm I'm loving my Vishka. I love it. It's a beautiful rifle. It shoots great. I've not had any issues with it. The furniture on those new guns are just fantastic. Like the quality of furniture we're getting on that, that wood with the I mean, they're just, it's great. like a piece of piece of art. You know, you talk about the classic old school look. You know that. Yeah. You know that's what that was bringing. And uh, thank you for for the Vishka. You know, I cool. appreciate. It. I know the Leadheads have enjoyed the pictures and the video that we've been doing with it. So thank yeah. you for that. Um, what else? What parting words from the 2019 Shot Show from Century Arms? Man, it's been a fun show. I think we're all tired and uh, you know ready to go home and get in our own beds. Uh, we were calling it the uh, the shot show days. Yep. You know, everybody's kind of in a daze on on oh, the yeah. last Friday. You know. I'm good, man. I'm gonna throw down tonight. Oh yeah, we're we're going back out, man. <laughs> <He's done it. laughs> half, half our booth has the shot show aids. <laughs> so. All right, guys, we got more coming from the 2019 shot show last day Friday from the lead quarters here at Buck Knives. All right, guys, we are back. I hope you enjoyed those interviews from our coverage of the 2019 SHOT Show at the Buck Knives booth. Big thanks to our buddy CJ Buck and Brooksy for allowing us to set up the lead quarters and have such a great time. It was really fun. Uh, we had all kinds of people coming by. It was nonstop. Jeremy came by, brought his buddy uh, Rocky. Um, I don't know. What, what company is he with? He's his own company. He's, He's just his own he has company. His own, he, yeah, yeah he, he's a contractor to the film industry. Does does the movie props, like the firearms and things like that, that you've seen in a lot of the movies, and he's the one that I guess headed up the props for the movie that your watches are featured in, 10 Minutes Gone, with Bruce Willis. Yep. You know, he's done other movies like Transformers. He's done The Matrix. He's done Last Samurai. I mean, he's done a lot of... Is if it's firearms related in those movies, he's in charge of all those firearms. Yeah, we got to get him on the show sometime and talk about that. It'd be an interesting topic. Oh yeah, he's awesome, awesome, awesome dude. Very cool. So, um, what's been going on? You know, speaking of watches, what's been going on with Smith and Bradley Defy? You know, the Zoo Box. Man, we heard about the you, Zoo Box uh, about six months ago. What's been going on? Yeah. So, uh, boy, where do we start? We got so much stuff coming. Uh, we got a new Springfield watch getting ready to come back out through SNB. Um, the Springfield watch is coming back in a GMT. Greenwich Mean Time? Yes, my friend. So at Springfield and, and what GMT, does that mean to us, us people who don't know what that means for a watch? Simplistically, we'll break it down that yes. you can run two time zones on one watch. So you got an extra hand on there that's a 24 hour hand. That you can use to set times up all around the world, but you can set like if you're traveling, you want to set your travel time, your home time, so you always got your timing going. So it's great travel, wonderful travel watch. Nice. 
Better yeah. than my battlefield? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Kind of, yeah. It's gonna look really. It's gonna look totally different. It's been revamped. We've changed completely a lot of different things. class of watch there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we had twenty millimeter strap before. We went to twenty two. We're doing an OD green dial. I'm glad to hear you're going with thicker bands. I like that. Yeah. So like we got that. a little bit thicker. A nice thicker band. Uh, nice wider. OD green. I'll say thicker, wider. Yeah. Yeah. Wider, but uh, we've changed the case up too. So we're going with an all bead blasted case. So it's kind of a frosty finish. So frosty. our black bead blasted finished Springfield will be coming out in about, uh, 60 days. Okay. Coming around the corner. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we did some dye matching on our NATOs to match our OD green. So we've got everything complementing each other. Um, it, this is going to be the best Springfield ever made. Okay, very good. So Absolutely. looking forward to seeing that. What's the price going to be on that? I think it's two forty nine. Two forty nine. Okay. For that guy, but it's super high end. I mean, it's over the top. Amazing. Well, all the, Swiss, all steel, all the Sans thirteen sapphire two are really nice. I've been rocking mine. Love it. Oh they're, yeah. You're saying these are going to outdo that. No, it, it, they perform in different ways. This one's more of a field watch. That's more of a dive and field watch. So you got a lot more stuff that you get to do with your Sands 13, but you're, uh, oh man, the, different the, categories. The, the Springfield, yeah, the, the, the Springfield GMT is going to be amazing watch. And then we've got the new Atlantis prototypes will be here in about two weeks. Now those are the, like the really high end, right? This is the, uh, this is the top dog. This Turn is our crop. flagship. And this is called the A2. So the Atlantis 2 is coming out. Compl oh, boy. This thing's way over the top. The Alpha Deuce. <laughs> the Alpha Deuce. But uh, I, I'm actually thinking I'm going to run this on a Kickstarter, I think. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Just for that. I think I'm just going to do it. Just for just just to do it. Just to do it? And what's that going to entail? Just, um, we're going to put together a lot of our historical things where the evolution of where we started with the Atlantis, where it's come to, and then what it's coming to be throwing it out there in kind of a mass buy type program similar to a zoo box but it's gonna be on kickstarter where you know we can get people into it for less money because we're going to sell in big time bulk all at once mm -hmm. so you know we want to get a lot of people into the atlantis and if you miss out well you know what it is man it's going to cost you a lot more money so get in while you can and it's a good way to go back to our customers that have been faithful to us for so long um give them an opportunity if they've got multiple watches to get another one but Maybe not a full retail, but get a really good group buy type scenario in there. Yeah, that's that's a good way to do it, especially for those yeah. watch aficionados. Oh yeah, 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 man. So that, and then you know, S and B, we're doing a tremendous amount of private label now. Um, I'm we're actually designing and engineering for almost. Uh, well, if we take on one more, we're gonna have fifteen different companies that we do all of their products. Yeah, is that worldwide? Yes. Yeah, so we've expanded quite extensively in what we do in the back end yeah. of SMB. Um, and then we got Zoobox and Defy, and Zoobox is, uh, we're set to deliver those to Zoobox starting next week. Okay. And as you guys are listening to this, this is the 21st of March, so you can set your calendars. Yeah, so if you got into the Zoobox program on Kickstarter, um, you know, People didn't understand the concept when we were doing it. Now people are like, oh my gosh, now I get it. And people are flocking in left and right to get into Zoobox. So 
we had a very interesting call about a week ago from a TV show. Another one. <laughs> You're getting all about kinds of TV shows and movies calling you, man. Discovery we Channel. Even, <laughs> I know. Discovery, Hollywood, this, that, you name it. But so the guy from Zoobox, like, hey, man, we, uh, we just got a crazy phone call. I'm like, well, okay. <clears throat> and he goes, it's about Zoobox. I'm like, well, we, haven't, we don't deliver for like another two weeks. And I said, we're just you know, getting ready to get into our groove. He's like, yeah, I know. He goes, but uh, Shark Tank just called and recruited us. Shark Tank? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, how? We, it's like we bypassed all the standard, you know, send in your application, go to an, or an open casting call. or any, No, man, we already in the video submission phase Sweet. for Shark Tank. Okay. So where that takes us from here, I have no idea. Sounds but like you might have some new investors. <laughs> it, apparently, um, it took a little bit of marinating for people to understand how Zoobox is working. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently, that steak tastes real good for okay. people to go, hey, we need to talk to you about it potentially. So now for all uh, those people that, that signed up for the Zoobox uh, a while back when we, we were announcing it what about six months ago, whenever that was, they can start expecting those to ship out now? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, so they'll st they'll start shipping out next week. So okay. this is the twenty first. Uh, the next next week, <clears throat> they will start shipping out. So okay, that first round. I'm looking out, forward to getting second. my zoo box. <laughs> yeah, the second round will then be posted after we ship. So we've already got the second round ready to go. They're stacked up. We've got the designs done. We've got all the different brands lined up, and they're going to be launching those two brands for Vinin for that quarter as soon as we deliver these. So stay tuned for some crazy cool watches at amazing prices. And they go to where to, to sign up? <clears throat> Zoobox.com. Zoobox.com. And now you were talking earlier about the uh, the Alpha Deuce, the Atlantis 2.0 or whatever you're calling it, Atlantis 2, A2. Where where can people go and, and check that out and, and how, how soon until <laughs> that's ready? <laughs> Well, as soon as that gets here, we're going to start doing some photo shoots with it, put it through a lot of testing to make sure it's it's come out the way that we do it. You know, we're going to build it. You know, all the parts will be in. We're going to build it and make sure everything is absolutely a, as perfect as perfect gets. Um, then we're going to start putting the material out and start getting the feedback on it. Um, we put some teaser pictures out there of uh, our, our artwork on it uh -huh. and got tremendous amount of feedback of positivity on it. Very cool. And you guys have uh, social media, so you guys can go to Instagram. Um, yep. Instagram is the best Facebook. place to go, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we, uh, of course, we get pushed down every now and then, and we got to build it back up, and we get pushed down. And just like any other social platform, if they don't like what you're putting out there, they'll push you down a little bit. Well, yeah, it's social media, so it's so finicky. So. Yeah. And you know what? No harm, no fight. We'll just keep moving on doing what we do. Well, lots of good stuff, man. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I know that you've been busy over these past six months is why we haven't heard from you. Leadheads have been been asking about you. Where did Jeremy go? Hadn't heard from Jeremy in a while. What's been going on with Smith Bradley Defy? So there you go, guys. Uh, lots of good stuff coming from Jeremy uh, just, and, and his slew of companies. <laughs> yeah, as we uh, plant ourselves and grow and you know better ourselves, better our products, and it, it, it just keeps getting better, man. And uh, I know that the watch that, that we sent, Uncle Pat, he got one of the, um, gosh, the field watch. He got a Defy Classic. 
He yeah, he got the field the the field the old World War II style. Yep. Modernized, yep. which I've got one. Uh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, we've got pictures of of Uncle Pat, the World War II vet, and his watch. He loves his watch. And we're gonna you know we're still working on getting Uncle Pat on the show. He's got some stories I understand to to tell us. So we're still in the process of of getting him on. Just hadn't had time, man. It's just like like you, we've been slam jam busy. We're getting ready to head down to Florida. As you leadheads are listening to this, we're going to be at the Big Three East media event, doing all kinds of cool things down there with CJ and the gang, Schwell. And I know we're going to be recording uh, at least one, if not two, episodes of our AK Corner, the Talking Lead AK Corner. So we got that coming up. And then I've also been in talks with a couple of other companies uh, that you guys are definitely going to be interested in hearing from on the, the AK Corner as well. So we got that coming up. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to miss you. I know you're down in Florida right now. Yeah, I'm just wrapping up some other business down here with uh, some of our production stuff, and I'm going back to the warranty side uh, on Friday. So just a little back and forth, getting some stuff squared away as we uh, keep growing. There you go. So, guys, bringing you a lot of information this episode. Hopefully, it's going to be enough to tide you over until I get back from the Big Three East. And uh, you can still get in touch with me. I'll be reachable via social media via um, email, talkinglatgmail.com. And I'm hoping to do some social media live post while we're down there at the Big Three East on the range and uh, doing doing our interviews that we do down there. Uh, it's just real spotty. You've been down there, uh, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. It's a really cool place. He's done a lot of uh, updates again this year. Every year he's always improving and uh, the infrastructure there with the, the range and the, the buildings. And uh, I think he's got some nice um, urinals for us now. <laughs> when we, we don't have to wade through the mud to get to the urinals. He's actually got them elevated this year. So Nice. That'll be nice. And, and it's not happening during monsoon season, so that's another good thing. He, he made it March this year just to try to avoid all the rain that we typically get when we go down there. So going to be some good stuff coming, more interviews uh, from the Big Three East for you guys. And then after that, of course, next month, we got NRA coming up, the Sheepdog Impact Assistance uh, Charity Ball. Uh, I'm kind of in between both of those. I don't know which one uh, or either that I'm going to go to yet. So you, guys, yeah, so you guys stay tuned. Lots of good stuff coming. Uh, and I think next month is also Charlie... Charlie Melton's world record long shot. He's going to attempt uh, something like six, 7,000 yards. So we got. Oh, my. We got that that we're trying to work in. Lots and lots of good stuff. Uh, in the meantime, what you guys can do to help Talking Lead and support the show is go support our sponsors. Right on Optics, the official optics of Talking Lead. Right on optics.com. Keltech, keltechweapons.com. Go show these guys love on social media as well. Their Facebook, their Instagrams, their Twitters. Uh, most of them, you know, Instagram and Facebook's the best way to do that. X-Steel Targets, Modern Spartan Systems. Of course, the sponsors of our AK Corner, Pioneer Arms Corps. Go show those guys some love. We're going to be down there at Big 3. I'm sure CJ's going to have some new stuff from Pioneer Arms, I'm hoping. And we'll get some exclusive pictures and some videos uh, of that. And Buck Knives, Streamlight, Fleoa, the Talking Lead, Buck Knives, Streamlight, Fleoa, EDC Pocket Dump Rewards Program. We gave away our last 
package last week. So we're in the process of coming up with another cool giveaway for you leadheads. Uh, we were giving away a buck knife, a streamlight, a Protac flashlight, and Fleoa. Jeremy was supplying uh, Battlefield watches for those oh packages. Oh my gosh. Our good buddy Bill. So we gave away 10 of those packages, Jeremy. We gave away five civilian packages and five LE packages. Whoa. So that was a very good, very good uh, little thing. We did a little social media kind of uh, contest where they go to their local fire department, first responders, and let them know that they appreciate that what they're doing for the community. Take a selfie, post it, tag us, and uh, just to counteract all the negativity that the we, you know, we absolutely get, get from the the media. Mission First Tactical, a good buddy Dave over there has sent me some some of their furniture. Some of their AR-15 magazines I'm trying out with my 300 Blackout. Their magazines are working really well with that 300 Blackout. And uh, my 300 Blackout is loving their furniture, too. Uh, they've got that minimalist stock. Are you familiar with their their accessories, Jeremy? No, I'm not. Got a, got a cool line of hand guards, grips, butt stocks, uh, lightweight stuff, too. So it really lightened up my 300 Blackout. It was... It was like carrying around a freaking sandbag, man. And now it's just, you know, it's just like carrying around my my five pound, six pound AR-15. It's really nice. And then, of course, our good buddy Jeremy at Defy Watches, Smith Bradley Watches, always bringing you leadheads some awesome products and deals. I'm sure once uh, he starts getting these things out and released, he'll have him back on, and he'll probably hit you leadheads with another one of those unbelievable. Only Jeremy Smith can give deals, you know. We could potentially have some pretty good uh, things cooking. So something to look forward to there, Leadheads. Uh, go show all those people some love. Let them know that you're a Leadhead. Use the discount code. And it's typically Leadhead when you go to these, these stores, uh, to these companies' websites and buy their products. If it's not working, let me know. I'll try to get it reactivated or get one set up for you. Uh, and then we've got a couple of other companies that we've got some discount codes with. Uh, there's another flashlight company that we've been doing some testing with, ASP-USA. And uh, you use the code LED20, and you're going to get 20% off their flashlights, their lights, accessories, batteries, things like that. Uh, really nice dual fuel. Jeremy, I've been testing out a few different lines of dual fuel flashlights to, to where they're using those rechargeable, you know, USB rechargeable batteries yep. and you can also use the CR123s or the AAA batteries in these things and uh, I'm really impressed I mean, I've been impressed with pretty much all the, the companies that I've been testing so far I haven't really had any major issues with anything uh, to speak of but uh, that's going to be another show we're going to do in the future we'll be talking about some of the different kind of flashlights and stuff too. any parting words for the lead heads oh man stay tuned we'll have some good deals coming up there's no doubt about that Lots of cool things that are going to be happening. If we get some updates with some of the TV show stuff, we'll be sure to let you guys know. Very good. Guys, go show Jeremy some love. Defy Watches, Smith Bradley Watches. Uh, give the links on social media. Yeah, just uh, we got ZooBox.com, Z-E-W-B-O-X.com, SB Watches, uh, Smith Bradley L. It's the, the website is smithbradleyltd.com um, and defywatches.com. That's D E F I, Defy Watches. D E F I. There you go. And make sure you go to iTunes. If you haven't left us feedback on iTunes, do that right now. Stop what you're doing. Go leave us some feedback on iTunes. We want to boost our ratings there. 
and uh, just overcome everybody else that's there in our category, the outdoor, uh, sports and outdoors. Talking lead, baby. So until next time, lead heads, as always, keep your loved ones close. Firearms close. And you defy watches tight. Bingo. So, Ryan, I understand you got a little rhythm. A little bit, a little bit. Drop the beat for us one time, son. Leadheads, as always, keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer. Ow.